Hello everybody, welcome back. I am your host, my friend. I am joined by uh, the illustrious Paul Pasha. Hey guys, how you doing? And we also have Bailey. What's good, my guy? Hold on. Uh, 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 sorry, I had to get that out. How you doing? There's Bailey. <laughs> Professionalism, level 12. At, no, I'm at its peak. <laughs> but uh, how you guys been? Doing uh doing all right. Pretty good. Uh I mean indigestion, but I'm okay. You know if you have you know, I was two seconds away from singing the Pepto Bismo song, but nah. <laughs> I gotta pay me. <laughs> two seconds away. <laughs> I think you might I think we might get a DMCA strike for that. Yeah, no, I was I wasn't gonna do it for a second. I was like Right there, I was like, upset stomach. And I'm like, nah, we're, we're going to stop. We're going to stop right here. <laughs> <laughs> They've been really weird with a lot of DMCA stuff anyway. Recently I don't know if we if they can DMCA commercial tune, but it wouldn't surprise me at this point. <laughs> it would not surprise me if someone was like, nah, take them down. <laughs> they mentioned it. <laughs> Get it out of here. <laughs> I hope to guys that when they were DMCA strikes, you just mentioned a product and like, you need to... We need to pay you to announce it, or you pay us. Like, uh, yeah, just because so. we like talked about a brand or something, right? But yeah. like, mm. that's bullshit. <clears throat> that'd be wild. Mm-hmm. That'd be that'd be on such a level that it's like we're already in a dystopia, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, but that's on such a level that it's just like, damn, wow. Why did how did we let it get here? Like, <laughs> why would we allow this? But um. Besides that, uh, all right. If you guys have been uh, all right and chilling, then uh, what you guys been messing with? What you guys been playing? Uh, guys Pele, been, uh, you go watching? first. I have been uh, playing through Resident Evil 4 Remake quite a bit. Uh, yes. Enjoying it quite a bit as well. I played the original one, beat it all the way through professional difficulty. I've beaten all Cleon stuff, um, mission and mercenaries mode to get, uh, and got all S rank. I did not finish the rest because I did not want to put myself through that bullshit. Um, but now I'm doing to put myself through different bullshit in Resident Evil 4 Remake. I'm playing it on hardcore mode. I, I am loving it. Also getting my ass kicked in uh, mm. some parts I remember. It wasn't this hard if I, back then, but it's also been years since I played Resident Evil 4 uh, for it. The remake! Uh, Well-grafted. Uh, uh, characterization a lot more it's a lot darker in terms of atmosphere. Some humor. Leon still has some like the dumb humor that he used to ha- have in the original version. Yeah. Gameplay wise, still feels tight, feels straight. Parrying is really fun. Ducking, I'm still getting used to because that was a thing in original Resident Evil 4. It was a thing in RE3 Remake, um, but you also could dodge. This one you can't really dodge. Um, mm. Yeah, despite there being like a mechanic to do so, it's not very good. Like it's not really there. It doesn't feel no. Does it feel like tacked on, or does it feel um, just a little it's, off? It's a little off because unless it's prompted to, you can't evade unless you physically move your character out of the way, like good old Ari. It's kind of weird because it's like it's there in the systems. You can do like a little dodge. You can see it. It's just it's kind of it's a little finicky, I guess. Okay. I unless think it's like they're trying. I think that's trying to just like have play- players more focus on. The frame mechanic, which it can be useful, but again, it's still a prompt. You just got to be quick on the draw with it. Well, the parry mechanic isn't just a prompt, but the, the... No, no, no. Like, if it's a melee attack, yes, but if they just lunge at you and shit like that, you can't do shit. Yeah. 
It's a little weird. Though they can't, from what I understand, they cannot grab you while crouched. So actually e- ducking, from yeah, what I duck- understand. Yeah, so ducking um, actually helps s- you. <laughs> Yeah, that I did see for it. Um, besides that, like uh, it's pretty much like the levels are almost like frame uh, set to set the same as what I used to see in Resident Evil Four Remake. Um, it was really cool. Just just out of myself back in the day. Some puzzles I was able to solve pretty quickly. Nice. Uh, with it, um, <clears throat> still some bullshit mechanics. For example, one of the boss fights we had is the structure is a built a little bit uh, bullshitly where the enemies can combo you from attacks, but the environment is still damaged you, so you can pretty much combo you to death in one stroke uh, based off of that alone. Like, that's a little annoying. Like, it shouldn't have been that case that easy, like, especially yeah. you get thrown back by the attacks. The uh, It's it. the Mendez fight. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't think it's, like, spoilers to say anything. I mean, it's exa- it's a remake of RE4. There are yeah, no... So it's like, there's no hmm. real spoilers. The game is over 20 years old at this point. It, it, there's no spoilers. Quick it's question. exactly the same stuff in the original game. In the original, Almost. was there the double giant fight as well? Yes, that one's still okay. in the game. Okay, I, yeah. I, I saw the footage. I was like, um, I can't remember it. Same layout, same giants. Giant fight, yeah. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's sa- same layout, same giants. One's armored this time, that's about it. You can still use the pit and everything. Um, I'll, I'll say this though, Pele. The only thing we won't mention are changes from the new from the <laughs> old game to the new game. Yeah, no, you know, I'm just talking about like general mechanics. But yeah, Except general for mechanics Ava. and bosses. Yeah. You know, she looks Ada, talk about them. Ada looks great. Um they changed Ava, her voice actor Ava. from RE2 remake. Really good. Which uh I thought <laughs> Not was even on some queer uh, creepy yeah. shit. That almost sounded I did I almost said quirky and I went to say creepy and it came out queer. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no wait yes. not even on some queer shit works because queer could be used in this context as different there we go there you go that's well, using the word your, really uh, means like the source yeah different. yeah that's, uh, yeah damn like, well, yeah see clear. what i'm saying yeah. nowadays you got to be careful with everything <laughs> anyways go ahead yeah but um, no i won't spo- talk about any like uh like major spoilers or like significant changes from the game itself just mechanic changes uh for it pretty much um cache is still fun guns are still pretty cool uh this one uh merchant's still quirky um he sounds more irish than i remember or scottish uh one of the two um than i remember in the original game but hey it's he's still entertaining he's still uh worthwhile having him around still pops up in um the same location i remember before like but still go how the fuck did you get here <laughs> you're like how did you do this that doesn't make any sense <laughs> I was watching uh, a Skill Up's review on the game, and he said that the guy, whoever does the voice acting for the merchant, like stole the whole show. Oh, yeah. He <laughs> yeah. does a great job. Um, um, I think the only was, thing oh. that's changed... Uh, I think Ada's voice actor is the only thing that I've yeah. heard complaints about. Yeah, she sounds completely different. She's a different voice actress from uh, from RE2 Remake, so the voice is completely different. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's because... <laughs> this, is my, this is just my guess. Um, the original actress who played R2 remake Ada was white, so they wanted to go with a full Asian actress for this one. Oh um, no, I think I, I actually found out the reason for that one, Pele. Uh, oh, okay. There is what it is is that there's an actress that plays her in like I think one of the cartoons or not cartoons, but like there was a <clears throat> she's a live action actress for Ada specifically. Oh, okay. And when they yeah. saw that, they was like, well, let's just get the <clears throat> actress that played Ada. Gotcha. Okay. And he was like, gotcha. but she's yeah like it's, she's not nearly 
not trying as, to dunk anybody, but she's not nearly she's as not good a, she's as a, the original voice acting. Yeah, because voice acting and model acting is not exactly the yeah, same. It's, it's very different. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But they, I mean, they, I, yeah, I they the just made the assumption. Yeah, they just yeah. was like, oh, yeah, we have an actor or actress music that can literally play the character because she, she plays the character in real life. So I know. Like, yeah. yeah. But, but, <laughs> I think, but that's the thing in the industry, with, with especially in the video game industry, this usually ends up being two or three people that can make a composite character. One for the voice, one for the model, one for the face, one for the face model, and one for mocap. That usually ends up uh, being the case a lot. Yeah, that's true. Unless you can get like a really good like model actor that can mocap and <laughs> you'd be like all right two and one let's go or vice yeah. versa right like if or the voice versa. actor can do it <laughs> yeah the voice act, well it's, you know, that's why i say two usually two or three uh sometimes it's the voice actors who also do the mocap but not the model um mm. but it's it ends up usually being the case with three because i think one of the biggest examples of that was in mass effect where it's the voice was an actor for the voice one model actor for the face uh face and one for the body well they didn't do mocap in mass effect because everything was stiff um, but I think in Andromeda was mo- was motion capture, but they that, did have I, wasn't there like a like a was it a Swedish model that was the uh, it was a Swedish model for male the chef? male yeah for mm-hmm. male chef I don't know who they use for female chef yeah me neither I honestly yeah. just don't know granted though they did change the model down the road between so I think they end up using two people so mm. because uh, Femme Chef one and two do not look the same as Femme Chef three yeah no she looks actually like <clears throat> way better. In three, mm-hmm. then oh, she in the other two for some reason. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, it's, it's better. It's just one of those things where it's like she always looked kind of weird. <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. In the other two games, she always looked a little off, and I was like, I don't know what that's about. It and could just, be that like, you said yeah, that they, they modeled Shepard after a Swedish model. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the male one, yeah. It because could that, be they the... modeled him, and then like with her, they didn't actually model. They were just like, make an attractive girl, but you know, you're working with that tech of the day, so you're not really going off of anything yeah mm-hmm. i don't know it's that possible. could have been that most probably could have been it but uh it's just interesting for it which is ironic because i know like since um i think at the, the time statistically most gamers were male so they assumed they were gonna take male chef for it uh so that's why they kept with, with actual model face for mm. shepherd and he was the face of the box uh for a long time but then they realized, like, a lot of people are leading towards FemShop because the voice actor's delivery is just better. Jennifer Hale is, like, really good at voice acting, mm-hmm. so. Yep. Yeah, I, I love classic Shepard, but that man is, like, so deadpan. Like, when he's flirting with, I remember, I think it was with Tali or somebody, he's like, yeah, you're going to get over there, aren't you? And it's like, ah, I don't like this, man. Yeah. Mark Mir, we love you. We're, we're just, you know, we have, our, we have opinions as well. We'd love to have you on the show, man. Also, mm-hmm. yeah, that's true. But, like, I think the fun part about, uh, since we're on the Mass Effect for a little bit, uh, about, like, the acting situation with that, is that um, the two of them took very different nuances <clears throat> with it. Femship has, mm-hmm. like, a more coherent, like, feeling, mm-hmm. if that makes any sense. So, like, when you play Femship, you genuinely feel like you're making decisions within the realm of this character. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, uh, so, like, Paragon, Femship, and uh, renegade femship still all feel like branches off the same person but they just don't go as far you know what i mean mm. whereas mm-hmm. um maleship has the problem of like wildly different personalities yeah because of the readings so it's like when you choose your own thing as maleship you go from psychopath to like superhero kind of yeah you'd be like that. no i don't think we should and then you'll punch rex in the face and be like stand down damn it and it's like my god <laughs> like jesus <dude. geez. laughs> 
You must understand, sir. Uh, the best way I could possibly describe it is like playing male ship. You should probably just choose one or the other. Mm. Like very, would... very binary. <laughs> Yeah. The like, thing is, I, I still like went with like full male ship in my playthrough, and I still felt some inconsistencies there, though. Oh no, male ship is the main one that has inconsistencies. Fem ship has a bit more of a closer range to it, so you mm-hmm. might still get inconsistencies just because of writing things, right? But it's like her performance overall feels like it's still within the realm of the same person, right? Mm-hmm. So it's yep. like um, <clears throat> when she does a renegade choice, you're like. She would do that. <laughs> like, <laughs> she, she would do it. It's fair. <laughs> Did she have more uh, voice acting experience than, uh, what's his name? Mark Mir. Yes, she does. Jennifer mm. Hill is an industry veteran. She's been uh, voicing cinema characters for years. She I was. Don't who she is. Let me look her yeah, up. She's, yeah, uh, she's Mer- she was, um, you've played uh, Metal Gear Solid. Um, red-haired chick. I think M. Meryl. Meryl. Yeah, she's Meryl. She played Meryl. Um, okay. Yep, yeah, she played Meryl. Um, she was one of the test twins from Bioshock Infinite. She's currently the voice of Cinderella from Disney. Um, let's see, what else did she play in? She's, she's, she's a lot of now the voice of Bayonetta. <laughs> she's now the voice of Bayonetta after the whole debacle. Um, what happened is, with the yeah. other actors? The, um, technically, it's... Yeah, I could spoil Bayonetta 3 a little bit. Uh, they were going for a uh, multiversal thing. And so hmm. the deal is that technically you're not playing uh, the same Bayonetta from the other two games. So they wanted to do a voice thing, but they wanted her to be a cameo in it. And then Jennifer Ale just went through a whole debacle of like, oh, they were going to underpay me and all this other crap. And it was yeah. it was dumb. Again, not Jennifer Hale. Uh, my bad, uh, my bad. I said it wrong. Yeah. Uh, the, um, the, oh, okay. I can't remember what her name is now, but the other lady. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll look it up later. But she, they, um, Gen- they spat fire at Jennifer Hale, though, because the idea of her coming in and like, uh, quote unquote, they assume that uh, she's the reason she like pretty much mm. came in took the voice acting role for the idea that she like could take it for less but the the mm-hmm. answer was is just they wanted to go with someone different for this game and because technically you're playing technically speaking for Bayonetta 3 you're playing as the little Helena baby Cereza. yeah Helena Taylor is her name that's the original uh voice mm-hmm. actor actress for uh Bayonetta no okay. um this girl you're playing as little baby Cereza, though she was a voice of Black Cat in the original 1990s uh, Spider-Man. She was also she uh, yes. voice. Yeah. Um, she voiced in Codename Kids of Sword number 86. She has a really good like Irish accent. Um, she was the voice of Zatanna and Just League Unlimited, Emerald Entrance, Poison Ivy, Batman: Brave and Bold. A lot of stuff. Wow. She's been Jean Grey in the X-Men. Yeah, and the Guinness Book of World Records, she is the most <laughs> prolific uh, female voice actress. Is she? See, actually, the most because like the one that comes to mind is Terry. According Scrum. to the Guinness Book of World Records, because I think, yeah, yeah, that's her. She was Rivet in Ratchet and Clank uh, Rift Apart, which was really cool. She's Kimiko in uh, Shaolin Showdown. Showdown. Mm-hmm. I'm trying uh, to let's... like go through her stuff and see if I recognize any of this, but I don't really. She's Miss Keen from the Powerpuff Girls. She's Sonya Blade from the 1995. Yep, oh yeah, duh. She's Sam. She was Aaron. Sam. Okay. <laughs> Sam is mm-hmm. Aaron. From Justice League Unlimited. Can we talk about real quick how Totally Spies was the show that taught us? You know, I might want that. You know, <laughs> yeah, for Star Wars fans, up, she's Basilica Sean spy from as a uh, wife, Star Wars: National you know? Republic. Yeah, she's quite a few people in Star Wars. Actually, I was looking through it. Mm-hmm. But no, um, man, she's not even on some like weird shit. Totally Spy um, was a rad show. I, I love that. 
Black Canary, Just League Soldiers, Commander Shepard, we mostly know for her from that. Uh, she was Phoenix in Marvel vs. Capcom 3, Fate of Two Worlds. Gigantic. Uh, oh, can I ask a question? Mm. Oh, yeah. Totally Spy, can that count as an anime because of the animation style? Technically, no. No, because it's not from Japan. Yeah, it's Canadian, if I'm not mistaken. Because technically, Avatar The Last Airbender is not anime because it's made in America. America? Same thing with, um, it's the same thing with uh, Code Lyoko. It's also mm-hmm. native. Uh, yeah, it's it native to. Um, that was like Canada. French. In France. Yeah. France? French, French, French was Canadian. it French? French Canadian or France? I think it was France, France, yeah. I think it was France, France, because they had, like, I think, uh, Korean animators who used it, but the style originally... <laughs> France, France, from... France, France, France. <laughs> Is Lady France. Vermin from Spider-Man Unlimited? That's crazy! What a deep cut! <laughs> oh, yeah, she's Ash from Overwatch. Forgot about that detail. Uh, I still don't uh, recognize, like, most of this stuff, but... She's Sonya Blade. <laughs> Sonya Blade, yeah. <clears throat> she's, you know, prolific as a voice actor. She's Miss <laughs> Bellum! <laughs> She's Miss Bellum, yeah. Well, that's actually kind of sick. I didn't even know that. I just genuinely didn't know. Bro, it. she was additional voices in Syndicate. I know who this is. Not really. <laughs> I actually didn't know this was a thing. She's Sumungasaur. Sumungasaur. <laughs> is apparently a female version. Oh yeah, she's Silver Sable from Ultimate Spider-Man. Amani. Wait, from which one? Ultimate Spider-Man. She was Katrina okay. in that. That's fair. That's that's a big role. Silver Sable. Mm-hmm. That's fair. I was gonna hate her if she was the one from. Uh, <laughs> from PS4 Spider-Man. That one got on my nerves. Like, not even the voice actress, but, like, the character in that one got on my nerves. <laughs> I was like, yo, why is she such a problem? <laughs> she was Kimiko like, and Shaolin Show. Okay, all right. Mm-hmm. You, yeah, she's, you did not she's, been, she's been around. She's no, been around I, I did yeah. <laughs> I was reading everything else that she was in. She was also Mandy from... Actually, no, you said Kimiko, and I didn't recognize the Mandy name. Mandy from first uh, Toy Spies. Yeah. Mm-hmm here oh she's avatar kiyoshi from legend of Korra. that's dope i love how the yet i know what the name of this episode is going to be jennifer hale appreciation yeah. month oh damn uh she's carol danvers from earth's mightiest heroes like avengers mm-hmm. Earth's mightiest heroes that's a fun one one of the and few times we'll ever appreciate captain marvel as a character martha kent from reign of superman mm-hmm. huh. in short we love you jennifer hale if that you're does. listening She's in Blood of Zeus. <laughs> yep. She's um. She's the mom. Okay. She's Miss uh. Miss McCannon from Camp Laszlo. I actually don't know who that character is. I like no. I think Camp Laszlo. I just don't know. I who think that, that was the is. female uh, town counselor from the opposite uh, camp. That's what I'm assuming, but, like, I genuinely don't remember. It's been a while since I watched Captain Bledlow. Like, I don't remember if that's the one that, like, Scalmuster Lumpus had a crush on or, like, the big one. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't... I can't remember what the big one was called. Oh, and for Halo fans, she's Sarah Palmer. Oh, did I? I actually didn't know that. Mm -hmm. That's cool, actually. She's, yeah, you know what? Pretty prolific. She's been in a lot of stuff, yeah. She's been in a lot of stuff. stuff. (laughs) Hey, she's very prolific. That's why I love her. And that's why I was also confused when when she got replaced uh, for Bayonetta for over a page of you. Like, she's more prolific and has more to her name. She would technically be more expensive than Helena Taylor. Yeah, nah. That was just the deal. Um, 
if I remember correctly, because we covered the whole thing originally, but if I remember correctly, the deal was just that they wanted to go in a different direction with Bayonetta. Mm-hmm. No, no, I get that. But when I saw mm-hmm. the arguments, like, uh, so that, oh, Helen Taylor would go for a cheaper cut. She's more talented, talented. and more sought after. She yeah. would not get a cheaper, cheaper cut. cut. They also gave, uh, what's her name? Helena Taylor. Like, they were going to oh, give much her more. Yeah, way, more. like, way more than what she was supposed to be getting for some of those, um, like cameos mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I was looking at it being like, oh, they want you to show up and do like five lines? <laughs> five lines total? A lot of, well, yeah, five <laughs> lines total for this paycheck? Yeah, no, because this paycheck would be like for literally entire sessions worth. And that's for like months on period. You're just saying hmm. five fucking lines. You consider yourself lucky for this, comparatively. What a bad turn down. What, what, a, what a mistake. And then she tried to create a controversy, which made it even worse. And I'm like, wow. Oh, well, luckily the game was great, so... The game was the, the game was the game. <laughs> the game was a game. <laughs> I, I, Not great I, according to money here. I actually look, the game the game played write well. It down. I'll make sure mm-hmm. I have it. Right but the but the game story was was a game. <laughs> <laughs> Decisions made in that in that was a uh, confusing. Oh, God, confusing is not it. <laughs> Abr- abrupt. Yeah, the abrupt is also on point. It's on brand. <laughs> Well, best way I can describe this is we will see how this turns out because Bayonetta, this, as a series, has a tendency to retroactively make things better. <laughs> Not to mention that Kadeki Kamiya, you know, is an insane person, so he'll go whatever he chooses to feel with the story. Well, yeah, but he saw the reaction and was like, don't worry, we're going to make another one. We have to. <laughs> like, this is, this is a cliffhanger. It's Don't pull another, what's another big franchise left on a cliffhanger like this? Uh, Beyond Good and Evil is one. Too Human. Yeah. Too Human is Too another human. one that comes to mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Um, no, I don't know. Think. There's definitely a lot. There's, there's quite a few. I know that. I just can't remember off the top of my head. I would say I would have said Infamous or Prototype, but not quite. No, it's Infamous like... comes to a proper ending in all three. Mm-hmm. Though it's just one of those things where you just kind of want another Infamous game. It's nice to have another one. Mm. It would be nice, but like, yeah. yeah, no, Infamous comes to a proper close in, like, each of its installments. I no, guess I the like, first like, one being the only one that has, like, yeah, yeah like, you kind of need a sequel. Clover Studios, um, uh, Beautiful Joe, because it does, uh, that series does end on a cliffhanger. Wait, part two ends on a cliffhanger? Yep, there's another big bad. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. Pla- well, actually, I can't yell at Platinum. Clover, they can't, they don't, because, yeah. Clover doesn't exist. Anymore, but, uh, and yeah. like platinum has to has to get it i mean mm-hmm. astral chain hasn't ended so i can't say it ends on a cliffhanger it still exists like they can they can make another game nothing yeah but beautiful <laughs> joe is, hasn't had a new game in like over tw- two decades well it had it had beautiful one two it had it had, one, two, and Rumble, the, it had yeah, uh the other that was thing. it and the show that was it and the show well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I have the side games too. Did, like, none of them. But they never fin- No, they've never finished the story. They never finished it. Huh. Because Red Hot Rumble followed more so from the story of the show, but that was its own thing. It wasn't a continuation of the rest of the two mainline entries. It had two Red Hot Rumbles, if I'm not mistaken, right? Like, it did the. Mm, I thought game. it was only the one because oh, it was the DS title. Yeah. I don't know. Google was fire though. They need to bring that. Well, Ca- Capcom. Capcom, owns that Capcom property, would have right? to bring that back. They'd I mean, be we've been, compla- we've been complaining Capcom bring back franchises for fucking years, 
and they don't listen. So. And Okami Two would be nice, but that game's big, so you know whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I kind of, I'm kind of good on I Okami. Mean, I you're still, <laughs> you're still waiting to this day for Legends Three and Power Stone too. That, you know what? Fair enough. I don't know how I didn't mention Legends, <laughs> but I guess the reason why we didn't mention Legends is because we know <laughs> we're never getting Legends Three. You know this. Don't say that. Don't never say never. I mean, I I, I, I almost did it we're once. Not, I know I accepted it when we weren't getting Half Life Three, man. Look, man, Half Life Three I expected because Valve doesn't know how to count past it. They've done it with every game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they just they genuinely but they let, don't. Okay, if you are gonna go talk about Alex leaves off Half Life Cliffhanger, yeah, it does. With, <laughs> it does you uh, you literally play for as Gordon Freeman for what like thirty seconds and then it's over and you're like, well, okay, I'm gonna we say this Half Life Half Life Alex. Has some gall. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it could be. It could be they're gonna do like an actual like not like Half Life Alex where it's like a it's a it's a good size game but you know it's a VR game they're usually shorter mm-hmm. it could be they're planning a full size full size VR game and, it's and that's what I'm assuming we'll probably mm-hmm. get like I, I think it'll probably just be Alex two. <laughs> Yeah, cool. Gaben because is going to make us wait until it. the technology catches up, you know. But genuinely, as far as I'm concerned, like, because I thought Alex had a complete story, right? It's like it's an own enclosed thing in the Half Life universe. The fact that you said, yeah, it it's... ends on the cliffhanger, I'm like, the gall. You don't want to be. Well, Amani, do you want me to spoil it for you a little bit? <laughs> I mean, we won't spoil it for those that are trying to, that will play it. Because Half Life Alex is, I mean, like, it's a couple years old, right? But it's mm-hmm. still relatively something that not everyone It's got relatively hands on. new, but it's also on a platform that's not really accessible either. It's true. So that's why I'm going to say let's not. Because, like, maybe somebody's just like, once I get enough money, I'm going to get it. I'm going to get the thing, and I'll play it, right? And it's one of those it's one of those so, franchises that you kind of don't want to spoil. For the, the thing that I said in the end, it's not really a huge spoiler. It's just, it's like know, it's a fine. teaser for the fans. So, yeah, you guys still can play the game and enjoy the story, but that is what happens at the very, very end. Yeah, no, that's fine. Because, like, that's going to be a cool moment for them. They'll get yeah. to it or whatever. And it, but, it is a goal because the, because the previous entry, Half-Life 2, Episode 2, Anton of Cliffhanger, is the newest game, the dare. first new entry <laughs> in the Half-Life universe for almost, almost 20 years. Also ends on a fucking cliffhanger. cliffhanger. I'm like, that's the gall. (laughs) That's just disrespectful, honestly. (laughs) I didn't know it did that. I really didn't. That's ridiculous. (laughs) I think the sad part about Legends 3 is that we almost had it. It was a demo. (laughs) Yep. But, uh, yeah. They didn't bother to finish it. Because the moment, for some reason, the moment KJ and Afune left, they said, fuck everything involving this character that this man actually not even just the character anything this man touched fuck it which is entire the which is the almost the entire Mega Man franchise yeah and then KJ went on to to fail tremendously yep. and give false hope elsewhere and now he's working on an NFT game <laughs> <laughs> which is just like oh how you yeah. have fallen <laughs> nah i know what his theme song is it's uh What's it? Imagine by uh, uh, Lupe Fiasco, where it's like, uh, run it back. I wouldn't change a fucking thing if I had a. I can't remember how the song goes, but I know it says I wouldn't change a damn thing. And that's like, yeah. Poor, poor KJ in the food day. Well, at least. At least he didn't go the route of no. Uh, I almost called him Nobunaga. Yujinaka. <laughs> yes, Yujinaka. <laughs> Insider trading. He can't stop. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, Yujinaka yeah. got arrested for entire trading, I think twice, actually. Yes, he, he just can't stop. He can't stop doing it. That, 
and he made Battle in Wonderland. <laughs> so like, yeah. Wonder World. Wait, is it gotcha. Battle in World or Battle in Wonderland? You have a copy, it's for yourself. Don't uh, no. <laughs> you don't get Either to do way. that, Paler. No. <laughs> <laughs> refuse, refuse to play that game. <laughs> you don't have to play it, but you can still check. I'm also not gonna look at it. It's sitting in a corner somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what to do with it. I feel like I should sell it, but like to who? Why would I curse somebody with that game? I just have to give it to some. I'm just gonna leave it in somebody's house. I mean, you I'm could probably uh, mail it to who he should not be named. Nah, what I'm gonna do is I'm a. Uh, I'm, uh, no, no, no. the other he should not be named. You live next door to him. Oh yeah, nah. <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm just gonna hang out with somebody one day and then just uh, leave it there, and we'll never know who. Mm. Just leave it, leave it there, and then when they find it, they go like, "When did I? What the? How? We're just gonna pass it along like that. That's how it's just gonna pass be. it along. Is it just not a good game? I'm guessing it's, it's so bad. <laughs> it's so it's, bad. It's fundamentally bad. Hmm. Genuinely, I've never seen a game so fundamentally broken. Like, it's one thing for the game to be falling apart. It's another thing for the game to just have glaring like you cannot complete this and people go like eh, it's fine <laughs> excuse me <laughs> like, there's I... just parts where you could just lock yourself out of progress and be like well i need to watch that um video from matt mcmuscles explaining what the fuck happened with Ballad Wonderworld. you know because i'm just I curious did, and i need to yeah. go back and look at that again <laughs> i think i want to know what the fuck went down like what the hell? Seriously, like it's it's a it's a debacle. Like, what process and production uh, and caused this like weird abomination of a game? It's also weird because like, isn't the deal like the team that's actually on it surprisingly like one that you would want on a game like this? But somehow it's like, like because mm-hmm. it's like the dude from Knights, for instance, is on this game. Yeah. Oh no! Wait. Uh, Paul, I think we were talking about this the other day. Wasn't What's like up? everyone in like the wrong positions for that game? What uh? What game? Uh, Battle Underworld, right? Was I? Mm-hmm. I think we were talking about how like, literally everyone that you see in on the credits are doing like the wrong thing. Let me wrong see. jobs and everything like Battle that. Were we talking about this? Cause I, I don't remember we talking, talking about this with day. you. And it's just like um. You said Balan Wonderworld, right? This this yeah, weird looking. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Where it's like I think the director is not like the the writer is on it. But like he's a better director or producer or something like that. Maybe it was maybe it was someone else. I don't know. I was gonna but say it wasn't. Oh, yeah, me. No, because I didn't no, talk G- about no this Yuji Naka, he was a producer for it, but I think he also helped wrote it. Yeah, which was like part of the problem because it's like, yeah, he's a good producer. He's not helped a good write writer. It. Yep. If you're gonna diss this man's writing, at least get your English right. No, I'm so that was me. Uh, or, or author, whatever. Oh like, god. Um, yeah. I wouldn't, okay, here's the thing, like, some producers I know have, like, uh, try to push, push themselves to be, like, more into their work they produce, which is fine, they have that choice, but it's, like, a ridiculous request, and I am talking about John Peters here, who, for years, wanted to have a movie with giant robot spiders in it. He, really he got did. his fucking, yeah, he got his wish with, a uh, fucking Wild Wild West, and, he um... kept mm-hmm. yelling at people to put yeah. it in, and put everyone in. was like, yeah. no. And one of those projects that he was trying to push in for the longest time was back in the 90s, when Sandman, uh, the current Netflix TV show, was being made into a movie, like, you need to have giant spiders in it. And Neil mm-hmm. Gaiman says, why? No, you have to put it in. 
I don't want to. You have to put it in. No, fuck off. Yeah, they tried that with <laughs> Superman too. Yeah, I think that's wasn't yeah, it that same guy that. that said like Superman uh when he takes off the cape he can't fly and they just like flat out ignored him. Yeah, I yeah, heard no, about that's that. Stupid. Mm-hmm. When he takes off the cape he can't fly. That's I, dumb. I, producers <laughs> have an important role, but I don't think writing should be one of them. Yeah. If you want a movie that was written by the producers for the producers, uh, Gods of Egypt. <laughs> yep. It's kind of a bad that, movie to start with anyway. That movie is like I haven't seen it. The CGI I weird. like. Don't get me wrong. Art style looks great, but yeah, it's. But everything else is like. Ugh. I've seen clips. Yeah, it, the it's casting's not a... a little weird too. <laughs> what are you talking about? Don't you know anybody can be anybody as long as there's makeup? No, I'm just... <laughs> I hey, listen. <laughs> the only slide I give to it that at all ever in history is uh, Gandhi. Ben Kingsley loved that movie. Oh yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Because he did such a good job. He wasn't appropriating. However, a bunch of white dudes going around as ISIS and shit. It just like... Yeah, it, you, you have know, fucking um, uh, Jamie Lannister. Fucking Clint Kingslayer himself plays Horus, was it? I think um, it was, Ger- yeah. Yeah, yeah. Gerard Butler played... Was it Anubis or Seth? I forget exactly. And I then you have... I can't remember. Yeah, and then you have the kid. Um, well, Amalia, have you seen uh, the like the last Pirates of the Caribbean movie? No, but I couldn't tell you. I, I, okay. It's not okay. one of those things. I'll be honest; it's not one of those <laughs> franchises I care about very much. I mean, that's fine. I just want, it's like I'm just trying to put on an actor. Uh, I can't remember exactly what else he was in. Um, he was an Oculus. Did you guys see Oculus? No. No. Okay. I can't, I can't think of t- too much else. But the guy, the main character of Gods of Egypt, he kind of plays like a weird Aladdin role in the film. Like, <laughs> I'm confused. What? I can it's, look him up. Uh, yeah, look him up. Yeah, just look him up. I forget his Cause, name. Because you said he's the main character. So it's like, who's the he's main the main character, actor, yeah. But that's of Egypt. It's, you'll see what I mean. I can't remember like any other movie he was in off the top of my head. I see, I liked him in Oculus, fine enough. Um, Pirates of the Caribbean, he plays the, uh, Will and Elizabeth's son, uh, which was, you know, a thing. Um, they just try to push the franchise past its point, honestly, at that point. Uh, can't remember what else he was in, though. You don't remember what his character name was? No. <laughs> that movie, I blanked Gods of Egypt on my head so fucking fast after, the, there's, after watching there's it. Because set, there's Beck. Mm-hmm. Beck, uh, main character. So just, like, uh, look up the Wikipedia. It should be the first character you see, the main cast. Oh, fair enough. Let me see. Um... Stars. He's a main character. Next oh, to... I have no idea how to say that name. <laughs> oh no, no no! If you're thinking of the long one, that's Jamie Lannister's uh, actor, Nicolas he... Castorvaldo, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> that's not him. It's the other guy. Oh, Man, Brenton, look this up. Uh... Taking a money, an hour and a half to find this. Brenton Thwaites. Yeah, that's it. Brenton Thwaites. I think so, yeah. I literally just said Brenton. I know, but we're <clears throat> searching. I, I found yeah. him immediately. You said mm-hmm. you said the next guy, and I'm like, that's the next guy. Oh, he's Dick Grayson in Titans. That's right. Oh, that's who he. Oh, that's right. I could. That's one thing I got to remember. <laughs> oh man, that's <laughs> what a. <laughs> Do y'all not like him as an actor? Yeah, he no, he, he, he just has uh, great choices in. Uh, Hollywood, I guess. He, he's a young kid <laughs> whose agent has led him astray, and he's just trying to make it. Come on, <laughs> the great choice. I mean, that's fair. How it's old just is unfortunate. He? Thirty-three. 
So put it this way, in the six years it took for us to shit on him up to this point, he is in Hollywood. Yeah. Ah! Great choice. He, he can turn around his, his career. Oh, no, on. I'm sure he can. I, I blame the writers and the projects he's involved in because, like, it's... Chadwick Boseman was Thoth. Yeah. 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 There's That's a lot cool. of great people in Gods of Egypt. It's just a shame that film exists. Yeah. It's just a strange... Like, if you look at the pictures like it it looks like it could be a fire movie you know like it, <laughs> and then you actually watch it the really film does like, i remember it. seeing the trailers i was like this looks fucking dope man yeah. Super, and then I you didn't actually watch the film and you just... want to blow your brains out it, i like, mean i if, guess he works dude when was this movie released imagine this in the right hands though like this art style all this egyptian like like <clears> the look <throat> they went for everything it looks phenomenal and then it just uh yeah <laughs> It it's one of those things, point. man. It's like the art, like art direction is perfect. Okay, uh, Chadwick Boseman looks stupid. In it. Oh, you have um, Elodie oh. Young. So you remember um, uh, uh, Electra from Daredevil? Yeah. He's in this too. Like, Bro, you know, I'm not gonna is... lie. I'm I'm yeah. just stuck on the fact that I keep looking at him as Nightwing, and I'm like, really? Yep. <laughs> like I don't know what to describe, but he just doesn't look like Nightwing. Uh, okay, so Paul, here's going to be an interesting thing. The director of this film, Gods of Egypt, did The Crow, Dark City, iRobot, and Knowing. iRobot's like the only good one out of all of them from what I Wait, know. Wait, the, the guy who directed it, did he did, did Yeah, he did those, yeah. So he's had good movies, I think. Wait, yeah, me, just what are his other movies? Yeah, uh, My bad, I was... Spirit? You're good. Um, the, Crow, the Crow, Dark City, uh, Raj Days, iRobot, Knowing, Gods of Egypt was his last... Uh, big but, but I heard don't. Dark City was good. Never seen it. I know Dark The Crow is was good. is heralded as heralded as a good movie. I Robot. It's the only. It. It's the only good one. I Knowing like. that's Keanu Reeves, right? No, no that's, that's Nick, Nick Cage. Cage. Nick Cage. Yeah. No, oh, that's that's pretty good. That one's I heard was eh, but uh, I actually seen Garage Days. Garage Days I like as a fun little thing, but it's not really great. If that makes sense. Hmm. I was considered seventh. Yeah, t- technically The Crow is the best rated movie he has. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Dark seven, it's like a 7.5. Yeah, Dark City's second best. Um, it's just a shame that the last film he officially did was by far his worst. And... I was going to say, he's apparently picked up with like four different shorts now that are... Um, do you have any extra armor? No, bro, I don't. Sorry, he's... a runescape. Uh-huh. Um, he, he's kind of technically a B-tier director. Everything he has is like a 7. Mm-hmm. Like a round of 7. Like we said, uh, Dark City is seven point six. That's like the highest one because the mm-hmm. the Crow is seven point five. He's a B tier director who has uh, some like pretty nice gems under his belt. It's just unfortunate the last one was a massive turd. Oh yeah, no, it was it was yeah no. Gods of Egypt was trash. <laughs> I think he was he was probably going for something cool, but it did did not work out. Oh, I I'm hoping he was some going or he was contractually obligated to do. Something like this, and it just—and it that's really the last one. Like he has not bothered to make another film since 2016. Well, the thing is that um, when you do something like this out of obligation because of some uh, contract you do with a studio, if it fails spectacularly under your belt, you kind of end up being listed. You kind of end up being blacklisted, which is unfortunate. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it's just an, a really poor result because, like, he probably—I'm hoping anyway—he didn't have any real sought-after choice in doing this, and well, it. I don't think it's fully ruined his career, but we're not probably going to see a, a directorial uh, film from him for a while. Yeah. I mean, he oh, could so come was, back it, after it the shorts. Beck. He plays Beck. Uh, I'm just yeah. looking at the casting thing. Uh, Brendan 
uh, it's Beck. It's the actor for Beck. Mm-hmm. It's actually the name. Beck. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Um, he wait. Yeah, no, he looks so weird as Nightwing. Like, yeah. I'm I'm looking at. I keep looking at him. I was laughing at it because it's like, not only am I looking at him and remembering that cringe-tastic trailer that was like, fuck Batman. Fuck Batman. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I'm just seeing him. I'm like, this is really the actor you chose for him. I don't know. It just Nightwing. doesn't. It doesn't fit Nightwing very well. Like. If you look at just a like a portrait of him, you'd be like, yeah, sure, right? Like you could see it. Like he's got the like the handsome enough face for it. But like once you see him in the suit and everything, and you put the mask on, it's like, nah, this is not it. <laughs> Take it back. <laughs> this was not it. <laughs> well, it was successful enough to do for four fucking seasons. Yes, because Luckily, people la- like trash sometimes. We know this. DC fans have literally been eating garbage for the last how long? You don't like Titans. <laughs> It's not Titans is already bad, but on top of that, the Flash uh, is it, bad. We knew that the Flash we're, we're, was bad. We were referring oh, to man, a lot of CW stuff. Arrow is Arrow at most is like decent, but it fell off and then it came back. Le- apparently, leagues the uh, was it the League of uh, uh, Legends oh yeah of yeah, Demar- yeah yeah Legends, Legends of Tomorrow garbage, garbage was, right hot garbage <laughs> hot garbage. Um, Black Lightning was decent. I'll say Black Lightning was, like, alright, right? Supergirl started off decent, kind of fell off. I so. Fell off, yeah, it fell off. Yeah. Um, what was the other one? There was another one that they had. Um, I've had it. Superman and Lois is good. I've heard good things Zero about Lois Superman Lois. Superman is good, yep, that's fine. Did um, you already say Arrow? Yeah, no, Arrow, Arrow was, like, okay. decent. What was the, the Legends of Tomorrow? Back. Was that any good? That Trash. was a collaboration of, like, <laughs> No, I'm not. I don't care about vil- the conversation. I'm sorry, buddy. <laughs> uh, some heroes and villains from both the Flash and Arrow uh, Bro, How is there 24 together? players online and they're all right here training on this shit? I hate these people. Sorry. Was... All right, I'm uh-huh. back on the conversation. We're good. Uh-huh. Don't, don't start um, with me. It was because I was but... preoccupied for a second. Uh-huh. <laughs> um... <laughs> but Legends of Tomorrow just had like a bunch of heroes and villains and characters from both Arrow and Flash that got mixed match into like this time traveling hero defending one, but it was so poorly written in a lot of aspects. Like, isn't God. it weird because Bro, the isn't the main villain shit. a really good villain? It's Vandal Savage. The Mandal, the main villain yeah, is Vandal Savage. Vandal Savage. Yeah, yeah but oh they, God, what a good they, villain! No, <laughs> they kill him off twice it. because they kill him off in Arrow mm-hmm. somehow, and they kill him off again in Legends of Tomorrow. Hmm. I mean, it's Randall. And Savage. I think the third time because they keep bringing <laughs> villains back because. I forget how many times Reverse Flash has died in the Flash. And oh, don't get me started died. on the Flash. The Flash is garbage. We know this. <laughs> we know that the Flash is garbage. They they know that the Flash is garbage because like. Oh hey, no money. Want to hear a fun fact recently about the found out the Flash? Latest speedster. Want to know the latest latest speedster villain? Who? Red Death. Oh, I did know about this. This is stupid. It's beyond stupid. Oh man, it's so stupid. Spoilers for the Flash, but you know it's it's Batwoman. <laughs> Really? Yeah, it's Batman. Yeah, that's dumb. That's that's who it is. Well, I mean, oh, speaking, Red Death uh, in the comics is Batman. They mm-hmm. just decided to make a Batwoman because they yeah, don't have Speaking of which, I think that's probably the worst CW show, the Batwoman. I I loved watching uh, Gotham or what was the one about young Bruce Wayne? Gotham. Gotham, oh, Gotham was yeah. another one. Gotham mm-hmm. was god awful, and like I remember the end when he's Batman, and I, you see like the. The, the stupid suit. version of both the Penguin and the Joker, who I would shoot in the head. And I, I could rob from them. They're not menacing at all. They're just um, foolish. But 
Uh, no, like they're like they just look up and see a dude hop over like a, a building and they freak out and they're like, I will do will rob tomorrow. And it's like, you can't even see from up there. That's 900 foot in the air. And then <laughs> they look and they see Batman and it's a teenager in a leather bound BDSM suit wearing a cape. And it's like, shut the fuck up. So stupid. <laughs> Gotham's concept, I think initially was supposed to be something realistic was like some proto aspects of villain existing for Jim Jordan. Uh, handle, but then they just devolve right into the mythos of Batman and just bring in the villains straight up uh, before Bruce yeah. Bean becomes Batman. We, we like, talked about this really? at uh, nauseum yeah. to an extent, but like... Um, it was ridiculous. Yeah, Gotham is one of those things where it's like you had a good idea. You did yeah. not execute it well at all, but you had a really good idea initially. I remember when it um, dropped, I thought it was like part of the Arkham series, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, there's another show that we're forgetting that's under this... Uh, Gotham Knights... That it's not that, and we don't have to talk about that. We already know that that's garbage. <laughs> right, that was so garbage DC from the jump. TV shows, <laughs> trash. Legends of Tomorrow. Uh, mm-hmm. We've already done. Flash, that. Arrow, um, uh, uh, Black Lightning, Supergirl, yeah. Titans, Titans, Peacemaker. Um, oh, Peacemaker's, Peacemaker's good. good. Peacemaker's yeah. really Peacemaker's good. Sandman's good. good too. Which one? The what? Sandman. Oh, Sandman. Sandman's oh, good. Yeah. Sandman's I haven't finished good, it, yeah, but I liked it. That's not as connected Sandman. to the DC as much, primarily uh, because nothing DC related is really. I make an exception for Sandman. I ain't watching Lucifer. This was good. I mean, Luc- 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 you can watch it for me then. Enjoy it. It's Naomi, fun. is that good? Naomi. I don't know. My, don't I, don't know. know I know the first. Ep- I I didn't hear good things about the first episode, but I didn't hear anything afterwards. So I guess that kind of tells you as much. Doom Patrol is. Decent, I heard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the one that I forgot about. Doom Patrol is good. I've heard good things mm-hmm. about Doom Patrol, which is I wanted to give its props. Doom Patrol apparently was pretty up there, but like we're talking like seventy, mm-hmm. maybe like seventy, probably more than seventy-five, I, right? I enjoyed Constantine when it came out. I'm sad I didn't get another season. Yeah, I heard Constantine was good. Yeah, we're talking about seventy percent of like <clears throat> yeah. DC shows are like trash. Seventy-five yeah, percent of like, DC shows are trash. Krypton, Krypton yeah. yeah. Krypton. I don't even. Did that come out? I don't. Yeah, it came out and it got canceled. Yeah, it came out and got canceled. Reviews are apparently pretty decent. I didn't Why are the good ones getting canceled early, motherfuckers? What the fuck? Oh, Powerless only got one season. That's. Yeah. Yeah. Pennyworth is still going. Forget about that. Young Justice got canceled three times. Was it? Constantine. I know the guy does like voice acting for Constantine now. It's everyone knows Young Justice is fire. They just keep canceling it. What the fuck is DMZ? DMZ? Yeah, that's a apparently it's a DC show. DMZ, uh, DMZ limited series. I don't know. A Civil War, New American Civil War. Oh, it's from a. uh, I think it's from a DC uh, Black Label or something. Or right, they wanted to start doing that graphic novel. Yeah, yeah. they're not DC related in terms of the comics, but like under under the DC flag. Gotcha. Mm. Um, The original nineteen nineties. There's an Aquaman show from two thousand six. Yeah, that's an old one. God, that looks bad, bro. <laughs> Every everyone knows that the animated side of DC fire, right? So Young Justice, all the uh, Justice League movies, Harley Quinn. Dude. There's like no bad stuff going on on the. There was a side. Birds of Prey show from the guys who did Smallville. Yeah, mm-hmm. from the nineteen 19- that one uh, never got off the ground. Two thousand two, two thousand three. Static. That show. probably could have been really fun, considering it's by yeah. some people that did Smallville. I could see it being kind of fun. Yeah. I heard Smallville was good. Smallville yeah. was um, decent. It was pretty good. Yep. Yeah, um, but what I was going to say, like, 
Uh, it, it ran into the Gotham problem where like they started it, it pretty much yeah. setting up the Justice League before Superman started the Justice League. A lot of villains from uh, <laughs> other people's rosters. For example, they introduced Bart Allen, not Barry or Wally or Jay. Mm. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's like it started doing some weird things where it was just like you know he might as well put on the cape about at this, this point. Yeah. But it, oh it no, they, well, they even had their own version of Doomsday. It was like. This early? Seriously? It was like before he even <laughs> became <Come> Superman? Superman? <laughs> but uh, I mean, I, they did cool things though. I think uh, we can all agree that Smallville kind of left on a good impression. Everybody was like, yeah, you know what? I'm cool with that. The idea of Superman's adventures before he actually decides, I'm going to do it. Like, I'm actually going to just be the hero. <laughs> uh, so, the, the off topic, I had clicked on something. There's a th- apparently a thing called I Am Batman. And it's like Jace Fox is in New York and he's Batman. So I guess it's like a new yeah. version of Batman. That sounds so mm-hmm. freaking cool, man. It is. Um, it actually is interesting. Not my favorite version of Batman, though. Um, is New York in DC's? Like, I thought that was yeah. Metropolis. No, New York mm-hmm. is. No, Metropolis is more like uh, California. Um, oh, okay. And Gotham, uh, Gotham is Gotham Jersey. is more like Chicago. And is it like Jersey it, or Chicago? It depends. It's Chicago. It's immense. It's it's a it's they changed it up so many fucking times. It's a little either scary. way. I I'd never seen I Am Batman. That looks cool. I'm, I'm happy. But to yeah, the up. idea was and the reason why because uh, it's a fun fact. Um, the reason why uh, New York exists in the DC timeline is because mm-hmm. when Batman first started off, he was in New York, and then they changed it to Gotham City. But, like, gotcha. his first adventures take place in New York. And it's like, oh, okay, so New York exists, which is kind of the deal of what's happening with Jace. Where New, York, like, he's, New York exists. He's the Rats. New York Batman. Nice. <laughs> which is, I'm still kind of divided on him. Yeah, he's like the black Batman, but it's like such a weird pick. Oh, is he black? Yeah. Yeah, he's black. He's, uh, he's Jace Fox. You, you said his name. Oh, wait, wait, child. so that was the signal, right? No. no, 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 that's Duke. It's been that's a minute, the, I'm sorry. That's Duke, that's Duke Thomas. I'm not, yeah. don't, nobody flag me for what I just said. God. <laughs> no, what it is is um, he also Ever- has another son that's mm. that's uh, Batwing, mm-hmm. right? So that's oh, probably okay. what right. I know who it is now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's, it's his older brother. You just went with, um, you just thought about Duke because Duke is probably the newest. He's the newest No, it's kind of, Yeah, I, I, have the, yeah. I have the comic where he's introduced and he also talks to, I think uh, Batman talks to Jace Fox and that. I'm just remembering mm. it too. Yeah. No, don't get me wrong. I like Signal. I need Signal to come back in in any form, <laughs> really. Mm. Um, I just didn't really like the idea of picking Jace. Who As was, Batman. Yeah, because it was just kind of like, all right, so you have like, I don't know why I'm blanking on the actual name of... Uh, the the person that is Batwing, Mufasa. but it's Lucius. No, it's Lucius Fox's Sorry. son. Bailey, do I thought you remember? it was just Luke. I thought it was just Luke. Is it just Luke? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I thought it was just Luke. I don't know why. Luke... They, like they didn't pick Luke Fox specifically. They didn't pick Duke. And it, like the idea was obviously Luke, that Duke, they wanted Fox. a they wanted a black Batman. That was kind of the whole point. So it was just like we're choosing his brother. Why? I don't know. But we're choosing him. Mm. <laughs> I'm like, okay. I guess. Are you gonna explain? Are you gonna justify this eventually? Nah. It was like you could have went with Damien or like literally anybody really at the time. Like a, a actual son of Batman would have been cool. Yeah, like Duke any, Thomas would have been literally cool. anybody. Like mm-hmm. that's the thing. Duke Thomas was set up as his partner, so it's like the idea of like, hey, Batman went down. Duke is like, all right, I'll I'll just switch shifts. I'll go to mm-hmm. I'll go to night shift real quick, right? I mean, <laughs> I mean, they could have also done like a reformed version of uh, Azrael since he's also you know, um, black. 
Yeah, but like Asriel's weird because it really just depends on the version of Asriel we're talking about. I'm not yeah. even gonna front. <laughs> but the one that's reformed, you know, is the was the officer. Yeah, Asriel's so weird because there's also like Saint Paul. But yeah, nah, you're right. Uh, uh, we could have gone with that version of uh, Azrael. I mean, if, if that was their goal of having, you know... Um... But to be fair, you kind of already did it with Nightfall. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, but like the idea is like, you kind of want to... But it's just a weird choice. Like, <laughs> it's just a strange choice. You had to make up because, a whole like, other really character much... to be him. Yeah, because <laughs> there wasn't much for reason for Jace Fox to be Batman ahead of time. Like, oh, just yeah, pick no. him. Like, it's like... Why though? You haven't really given a reason why he's the why he's Batman. Why he's the choice? Yeah, yeah. It's just like well, okay, but um, I definitely would have agreed with more with like any of the other characters that already existed. But it, it's fine. Like he apparently he did well enough during his t- his existence. Uh, people really like him as a character. Like people got used to Jace Fox as a Batman and liking his version of Batman. Because mm. granted, his version of Batman is very much a kind of it's the same way as batman right now because they did the same thing but like he's a more grounded batman where it's like you know, all he's got is the tech that's in the suit and that's okay. it right like he doesn't he doesn't have he's got like military training and stuff like that because he he was a soldier but yeah. like he's not um he's not super genius intellect i can fight dark side anything with prep time batman and so people are like that's kind of fun just mm. seeing a street level batman that's like more like yeah you know what i I punch bad guys in the face. That's that's what I do. I punch. I stop thugs. <laughs> it's like it's like I try to reform certain people if you can. So it's like you know, it does a bit better than normal Batman. Is that weird that like everyone else is kind of better at being Batman than Batman? A little bit. We're like <laughs> I, I mean, that's isn't, the, yeah. isn't that usually the name of the game though? Uh, With the exception even... of maybe Jason Todd. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean. It was it was a clumsy attempt, but I get it. With um, even Commissioner Gordon as Batman at one point, so. Oh yeah, that's true. That did happen. That one's a weird one. That one's a yeah. weird one. Because, Mecha... because it's still it's Gordon, but instead of being Batman like a whole suit and everything, now he has a mech suit to be Batman. Like, okay. I like okay. the idea. I really did like the idea of like Batman working directly with the G. Uh, GCPD, Jeez, but yeah, I didn't. GCPD. I wasn't expecting Gordon to fully take up the role, though. They also made him younger for that too. It's really weird. Uh, <laughs> and, I mean, it was shortly after the New Fifty Two uh, changeover, wasn't it? Yeah, and then it's like, it was, it's uh, reading it. It was a cool story, right? Like it was mm-hmm. like one of those things where it's like this That's is really some, interesting. Had really some really cool it's villains fun. out of it. Like yeah. my favorite new villain at the time was Mister Bloom. Mr. I'm Bloom's still upset cool. they haven't used them. They just have not used him again. <laughs> Mister Bloom was really cool. And it's like, yeah, you know what? Like, Jim Gordon's time as Batman was an interesting one that you could look back and be like, that was a nice experiment. But there are definitely some parts where you're looking at it and going like, I don't know how they came up with this idea, though. It, it's like a little <laughs> bit of opposite effect where, you know, like back with uh, Spider-Man when um, uh, Doc Ock was Spider-Man for a brief time there. But, like, That's true. I, that is a weird I, one. Great run of Spider-Man. Yeah, what a run. weird I have an opinion. I actually <laughs> like that version. Commissioner Gordon, I can't say I fully liked. I won't say it was bad. It was interesting. Um, yeah. but that's pretty much all I can say. Would I prefer it? Not really. Yeah, no. It's just, I guess it really just comes down to the fact that he was running around in, like, a, a mech suit half the time. Mm. And as cool as that is, it's like, you could have just, you actually could have just made a whole new superhero. <laughs> you, you easily could have. No, <laughs> since there's no, there's no real version of, like, an Iron Man thing in DC. Do that. With that the exception cool. of Batwing. Batwing's the only thing that's close, right? Yeah. But like, but Batwing wasn't introduced until after. No, he was before because they had. He was uh, before. Okay, I thought it was after for he, that one. A lot of his stuff takes place in Batman Inc. 
is the deal. Okay. And then Batman Inc. disappeared along with a couple other things uh, after a certain point. And then we got the Gordon stuff, oh, which was really fun. But, like, yeah, honestly, like, just they shut down that project in that storyline. But it's like, mm. I don't know. It doesn't have to be mm. Batman theme. Just give that man a mech to fight half the stuff. You see what's happening in Gotham? Just give him a mech. <laughs> Dude, I wish, they, um, <laughs> I wish they continued. And we've talked about this ad nauseum, but it's... uh. Uh, Andre brought it up on the podcast, the Duke Thomas, where he's like got all the power rings or whatever, um, mm-hmm. and he's yeah. in that armor. I want to see like just more of that. Just give me a big cosmic thing with that. It'd be so cool. It'd be that more Marvel cool. than DC, but it'd be cool as shit. I mean, it'd be oh. cool because in terms of like the Bat Family stuff, it barely ever touches on cosmic. They have. I was gonna say they haven't done much cosmic stuff since uh, how Jordan Green Lantern Corps ended, have they? Like they've done. I mean, like the the Dark Knight's Metal stuff, but not like well, yeah, the no, strict Dark out Knight's in space thing. Very... Yeah, no, because it's the Batman stuff. They have to make it more grounded, but almost nothing is ever. Well, it was multiversal, cosmic. but that's what I mean. Is like yeah, multiversal like out in space. Yeah, like uh, Batman because, Night, all that. There's but the, because the Batman Doomsday is... Clock. Doomsday Clock was the other one that they did. Uh, yes, yeah. but that again. was again that was the whole franchise versus. We're talking about like just Batman stuff alone, like in Gotham, but add some cosmic shit to it along with it. But oh, cool. again, the the only thing I think I've seen that they did was when <laughs> um, Batman got the Mo- Mobius chair, which was the only other thing. Yeah. And that was like, that was undeserved too, because he he used it for a <laughs> bullshit reason. He used it for a bullshit reason too. Oh, because uh, what is the reason? Because I might actually have the He used it to immediately find out who killed his parents. Oh, no. Okay. That's not what that was. It's, that one's, um, that one's taken out of context in a lot of instances. Mm-hmm. Um, the deal is with in this case is that Batman already knows who both the Joker and uh, the, who Joe Joe is, right? Mm-hmm. Like who killed his parents. But mm. he tests the chair to see if it truly gives you like the knowledge right. it does. Right? Well, no, because so, I remember one panel he goes and confronts the full on uh, Joe Chill thing, pulls off his mask while in the chair. Yeah, no, he just does that for some reason. I'm gonna be honest with you, I have no idea why he does that. That like. Like, that one throws me though, off. Like, that is a thing yeah. that like is explained yeah. as he was testing the chair to see like what it knew. The only thing it so tells him that he didn't know was the three was Joker one, thing. Was, yep, right? mm-hmm. The three Joker thing was the thing he goes like, okay, wait, that's kind of wild. <laughs> I didn't know about that. <laughs> but like the um the Joe Chill thing is just like it's like he asks it and like it answers back and he's like, Alright, cool. Like, this does tell you knowledge. <laughs> like but um, then, then I'm just complaining like why did they why. do the panel why he revealed his face <laughs> while in the movie shirt of Joe Chill like again if you already knew this fact why are you taking the time to do this again I don't know mm-hmm. I think he just does that every year to just do that just to mess with Joe Chill no he pulls a Thanos no he pulls a Thanos every year he goes to this Joe Chill in the alleyway and just fucks with them like I I genuinely think Batman's just a dick in that instance that's not what I got that he's just like because it's not like it may sound like I'm trying to come up with an excuse, but it's like I do actually remember going through that one and being like, "No, he is testing it." But like, as far as why he pulls up to Joe Chill with the with the with the chair, no clue, not a damn clue why he has to do that. <laughs> a, such a nonsensical panel. Like, why is this here? Why is this here? He's like, he just did it just to do it, I guess. He's like, hey, what's good, fam? I'm in the chair now. I'm even more scarier. Remember that. <laughs> I mean, I like the idea of him like he always goes back to remember, like him going back to the alley that 
that time of the year is always fun, right? That's that's a cool mm-hmm. part about him. Even yeah, but he doesn't just specifically <laughs> torment Joe Chill. Yeah, even the idea of him breaking into prison to show up to Joe Chill being like, remember you killed my parents, fam. <laughs> like, it's fine, right? <laughs> mm. But it's just, it's the idea that he had to pull up with the Mobius <laughs> just to just to flex on him a bit. Like, I don't know what that thing is. It's a floating chair. It just scares the shit out of him. He's like, he just teleported in here on a big floating chair. What am I supposed to do with this? Like, Joe Chill is like your average, normal, like, he's a, I he's killed just a regular somebody. thug. He's a he regular killed the thug. Waynes, yes, but he's nothing special about him. He's, there's nothing special about him. At most, he just was like, look, man, I needed money. You guys came out at the wrong time, and then it just <laughs> got poor. Like, it went down bad, right? <laughs> Motherfucker's not even a supervillain. Yes, he caused Bruce's origin story, but like he's not a supervillain at all. For all we know, Joe Chill could have just that could have been his first night trying to rob somebody. <laughs> and now he's forever tortured by Batman just showing up like, what's good, Paul? What's really good? <laughs> bet you may, I bet you regret it now, don't you? <laughs> oh man, that's hilarious. <laughs> that's gonna be so stupid. Okay. Um, let's go ahead. But um, yeah, we'll finish off my week because we got way yeah. off topic. We got, we got uh, way off topic. Um, also playing uh, Project Lazarus, another survivor uh, like game, which pretty much uh, control a mech on it and mm-hmm. uh, still kill ways of ways of enemies here. Different classes, different types of mechs. Some you have to drive using the right trigger. That's a twin stick shooter, so you use both twi- uh, both um, controls on this one here. Um, oh, and also recent recent detail. There's another expansion coming out for Vampire Survivor. So like, I'm Ooh, going back, boys. Time to go back. So what was this one that you just said it was? Um, yeah, it's called Project Lazarus. Oh yeah, I've heard of this one. I've actually, heard of you... Project Lazarus. Don't lie. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. What, uh, Paul? I said, have you? Don't lie. Nah, Project just... Lazarus or? Tell Amani whatever the fuck he said. I don't. Yeah, Project. Oh, yeah. I've heard of it before because um. There I sent it to. Let me make yeah, a bad. Yeah, you shit. sent it. Yeah, you sent it, and then on top of that, before you sent it, um, someone, there was another podcast I had listened to that like they were going through a bunch of these games at the same time. Like they was just like, yeah. I'm just going through a spurt of like looking for any survivor game I can get my on. Like you know, oh, the fact that it's not just a uh, franchise, that, uh, not uh, like a genre that sprouted from this, but recently in the BAFTAs, <laughs> Vampire Survivor won Game of the Year. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I need to say about that. As it so good, man. <laughs> it's great. I love it. It's fucking great. And I can't wait for the the next expansion for it. It's only gonna be one ninety nine, so it's not gonna be much. I'm gonna love it. It's true. Eight more characters. Um, I think four more stages and a bunch of load of abilities. Like hell yeah. And uh, more secrets. Got one too, actually, too mm-hmm. as well. Because I know you picked up Soulstone Survivor as well. Yeah. So oh, and there I was that um one other Survivor game, the Pirate Ship one. I uh, wanted to give that one a shot too. Whenever. Yeah, out. you did say you saw you showed me that one. That one actually <clears> looked <throat> kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, tell me about it because it's it's, yeah, a, it's nautical yeah. themed. <laughs> nautical themed, yeah. It's like nautical like themed vampire survivors, is that what you said? Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. you play as a pirate ship and you pretty much like survive what? through entire waves <laughs> on a ship. There, like it looks really dope. I want to find the name of it again. Like, uh, what was it called? Uh, let's see, not fleek. No, that's not the ancient one. Was it this one? That actually sounds pretty cool. I'm not gonna lie. That's why I, I gotta look like, it up. Uh, see tell here. me about it whenever you get the chance to get around to it, because I'm like, mm-hmm. that I'll one, find it one fun. day. But like, it you really showed us cool. that in the past on an episode of the podcast. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I thought it sounded familiar. Yeah. Oh, you found it. You found it already. I found it. Paul. Oh it? no 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 All no! Right. I, I I just said I can't remember the name, but I remember you talking about it. 
Sorry about that. See. I wasn't trying to build up your hope, boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was trying to remember the name. Like I, I do be doing I know that I a lot just... to people. No, <laughs> it's okay. Let's see. There's a on my wish list. I'll find it later uh, uh, during rest. But I think that has been my week uh, for it. So, Paul, go ahead, man. All right. So, um, I just leave now. Um, let's see. I Malazan, uh, 430 pages into book eight. I I just found it. Sorry. Book. <laughs> Go ahead. That's what's gonna happen. That's Go sea ahead. of Survivor. Sea well, of Survivors. Okay. Sea of Survivors. Yeah. Sea of yeah, Survivors. Sea of Survivors on Steam. Uh, wish list right now. It's Not a to be mistaken down. with your white grandma's favorite show, Survivor, on CBS. <laughs> um, but no, I'm sorry. <laughs> what what a group of trashy people, man! I've been watching that show a little bit. I'm like, yeah, there's a reason What's the villains it? win, bro. <laughs> what season are you on on Survivor? It's like the people that are like always good on there are like the most wholesome people. They get screwed over by these villains who go off and spend the money quick, and then they're like, "Oh, it's like, yeah, what you expect?" Anyways, <laughs> people love a villain, man. All right, uh, Malazan, four hundred thirty pages, book eight, awesome. Um, you know, it's it's Malazan. That's, I don't really need to go on a rant on this one. There actually, one cool thing that has happened is. Uh, you kind of just get the backstory to the Tistandi. Like, you, you're getting a lot of that, finally. Um, and then you get, like, to meet the the elder god that's been imprisoned in dragon's blood, in a warren inside of dragon's blood. Ha- uh, you know, he makes the Azath houses that appear in the world. That's a hard concept to understand. Um, but it's cool. And then outside of that, I of course, Yakuza, but I picked up uh, RuneScape again. I've been playing it this entire time actually and uh on classic runescape and i I love it man it's like i don't know what it was that started it i think it was i saw a game called uh the black grimoire the black grimoire soul take i I can't remember the name but it's like single player runescape and i was like oh well i'll just try out runescape and it clicked (laughs) and i was like all right i'm back you know did you miss me and like everything in my life the answer was no but um no that's (laughs) Oh, so you did not miss RuneScape, gotcha. No, I love it, man. I, I missed it. It's uh, I've, I've tried to go back several times. I tried it on RuneScape 3, and I ended up just playing the stock market on the Grand Exchange. Uh, but on this one, it's um, I guess the gameplay and everything clicked. Because I hate MMOs. There, I said it. Uh, even Final Fantasy fourteen because I don't want to get back to the good times. Because I had another like 20 hours before that. I just, I'm not going to do that to myself. Um, but this game, like late game, feels more like an MMO. Whereas the early game, it feels so much like a um, a multiplayer CRPG where you're creating your own path, you know? And mm. I love that. I know a lot of people hate it, but I love RuneScape. But uh, let's see. Outside of that, uh, just doing good with the photo gigs, trying to uh, build up more on that. Uh, and then self-help, personal things, just uh, mm. moving along, doing very good. Today, you guys got to be a witness to uh, <laughs> uh, it's my... S- second yeah second uh, ever panic attack and that was interesting uh but we learned the result of it or the reason it's uh caffeine like literally i can't just i, I can't enjoy too much caffeine anymore if it goes over a certain limit yeah it'll it'll just pop it up so it's like all right i know what to do so uh yeah that's that's about it for my week weeks man i haven't been on in a while oh there you go movie talk all quiet on the western front the new one phenomenal i haven't seen the original uh i need to but um i guess i'll wait till pele gets back because i just heard him walk away but uh i did not leave oh <laughs> you who shut their door 
<laughs> Not me. Money? Mm, yeah. Did you shut a door? Uh, yes. Yes, I did. <laughs> just why did you say so? I asked and you go. I didn't walk away, but I just shut a door. Well, anyways, so <laughs> All Quiet on the Western Front, if you guys haven't seen it yet, phenomenal. The sound design, I hated it at first. It grows on you, and then you get into it. There's like, um, It's almost like a horror movie's soundtrack. So it's not like a war movie or like epic strings. It mm-hmm. starts out like this ambient uh, noise, just like droning. Yeah, and then it goes like... <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck is that? And then it's just is hell. It is war. It is World War One, uh, and you really get to see in the trenches why things were so bad. And you know, the direction on it was amazing. The acting in it is superb. The cinematography on it is just ethereal, man. I, there was times when I was watching, I would pause it, and I was like, "Holy crap!" And the movie is so bleak when I ended it. And here's a little funny thing, right? I, I don't mean... To, I, I think it's just funny that this happened because of this dang movie, right? Like, you guys know I'm... Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to say religious. I'm, I'm Christian, right? I don't like to say religious. I'm not really doing it for the religion. But anyways, um, I the movie ends. It's super bleak. And I just ended up... I like I kind of like sat there. And I just looked up at the sky. I was outside with my dog. And I go, all right, God, I can see defeat. You, you do whatever. Because I don't want to live like that. <laughs> like, it, was, it was like this like profound moment of like, whoa, bro. It just such a good movie, and it's powerful, like anti-war statement, and how like meaningless it is with death. Um, and then it's it's a powerful statement as to like how, I, like honestly, I think it's a good argument for like when you're young, like you're not ready to make these decisions, like certain decisions. And we've had talks about certain things that we, you know, would rather people make those those decisions when they're older, which I won't utter, which I won't utter here, but um. You know what I mean? It just—it's a profound like sense of like, you should not make these decisions as a kid because you're gonna reap what you sow. And you know, you have all these like young German kids. They go off to war. They're like bright-eyed, like we're serving the country and the motherland. And then they're fighting in a war they have no control over. They don't want to be there. There's no point in them being there. But you know, mm. everybody around them is being brutalized and destroyed. And then you get to see, of course, how bad trench warfare is. And it's trench warfare is it's pretty the, rough dumbest it's literally like literally so you had like (laughs) like they treated everything like it was 1800s cannons but they had machine guns they dug trenches they didn't think to just like gas bombs they didn't think of tactics like in the movie it shows like like the german dudes would like run across open fields into machine gun fire into french tanks shouting letting them know hey we're on our way and then they get mowed down and they're supposed to just by sheer force take over the bunk or the uh the whatever and it, it's the, like the side of trench, yeah, yeah i mean it's it's rough and it the movie does this like just amazing job of putting you in that man i haven't felt like that tense watching a movie um in a long time and i have you know i've, I've talked to you guys about how i haven't watched movies in a while i kind of just got out of it even though it's what i want to do um and finally being back in it, man, it was it was unreal. I love that movie. I, I want to get it on Blu-ray when it comes out. They might even just do a Criterion version. I don't know. It was that good. Um, yeah. But I believe the original version is also available on Criterion. I believe. If it is, speaking of, uh, I know eventually I'm going to get that again, Paley, and I'll share that uh, email or the login with you. Um, mm-hmm. Criterion, you didn't hear that. It's legal. Anyways, um, <laughs> yeah, no, I uh, God, I can't I can't praise the movie enough. It was that good. 
and surprising too. I've never, I don't, I don't know if, how close it is to the original. Um, it's not that. It's actually quite different in terms of story beats, especially how it okay. ends. It's not the same, but it it still delivers the same message. Did you watch the it? No, uh, the new one, yeah. Oh, you did, dude. That I, let's not spoil it, but that ending, I was like, no. Like it just that 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 right there without spoiling anything we can I think we can both agree it was just no you know what I mean like you knew it was coming but it's like fuck man war you know and it's yep. like oh god it's it it's a tense movie you like you can cut the tension with a knife man but uh that's that's my week Amani all right so. <clears throat> I'm pretty sure I don't have much either. Um, we already talked uh, extensively about Resident Evil 4 Remake because that's the main game I've been playing. Um, mm-hmm. So I'll talk about, I guess, the Hangman. Uh, it's Hangman's Gate. It's uh, the second book in the Arterion, uh, War of the Arterion series. Mm. Um, it's kind of good. I'm not going to lie. Um, so here's the thing. The way this one works is that there is a, um, the series works is that there are gods and there are humans. And at one point we used to worship the gods. There was a big war. They locked themselves away in what we'll call it heaven for basically understanding. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically they were forbidden from interacting with mortals. But the deal is that mortals, when they worship them, when they do certain things, it gives those gods powers Mm. so um they're forbidden from going back for a long period of time they haven't been back they've known peace for a long period of time on both ends humans not so much because we're humans uh gods have been like you know we're just not destroying everything half the time and fighting each other so i guess it's all right Mm. um one chick and her um one of her servants are like hey look i want to be worshipped again after mortals they belong underneath us why are we hiding so she goes about her way and breaks down there. Uh, Elena, she breaks down there and takes her, her homie with like with her. Um, another goddess figures this out and is like, hey, yo, that's against the rules. I'm going to stop you. Goes to stop them, kind of messes up and ends up going down there with them. So here's some fun stuff about it. When gods enter our world, they do not enter in their own body. They enter through someone's body. And uh, that body burns and is destroyed and recreated as that god, just in a human form. <laughs> but, um, and you also have to look for a suitable host, is the deal. Mm. Uh, so when uh, Sif does it, our main, uh, our main hero, our heroine, god, mm-hmm. um, she doesn't have a proper host she's supposed to be attached to because she's just trying to stop them and it's an accident. So she ends up taking what was supposed to be uh, Elena's host, right? And that host, she, she ends up getting them and then becomes, uh, uh, it wipes away all of their memories, but she doesn't really remember why she's there either because they weren't compatible, essentially. Mm. So she's there and she's like, I have a purpose. I have these powers, but I don't know why. <laughs> and that's basically the entire, uh, it's not the entire book, but it's the setup for the first book, which is Demon and Silver, right? Mm-hmm. Um. And the idea is that the other two are on the earth somewhere up to no good. Um, sorry to get in trouble. I'm sorry. So the first book I'm so sorry. pretty much <laughs> the first book pretty much deals with her attempting to send back Elena back the first time, but it kind of fails, right? Mm-hmm. The second book is more so dealing with the idea that like she has 
uh, she had brought another dude along with her whose name escapes me right now. I remember it started with an A. It was like mm. Arga something. Um, but like he's down here and has been making like he didn't have to worry about everything that happened in the first <laughs> one. So he's like, so because I like kind of ended up somewhere else and didn't have to worry about being like stopped and delayed and all this other crap. Um, I was over here. I started my army in this other country. I'm coming. <laughs> it's lit. I'm, I'm pulling through. <laughs> um, and the entire book takes place with the idea of like there is this encroaching army that uh, worships this this god amongst men, essentially, and he is brutal, efficient, and is uh, kind of an unstoppable force, essentially. Mm-hmm. And um, we spend most of the book following uh, a two new characters, two one and a half new characters that I won't spoil. But like, um, and then one of our old characters, Justin Cade, who is going through it, right? Like, basically, the results of the last book pretty much put him in a situation where it's like, I have to go back home knowing I failed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, because he's going back home, he's now going through like a bunch of stuff where at some point he's a pirate and then like he's being arrested and like it's all it's weird he's he's not having a good time headed back <laughs> home <laughs> um but ultimately it is uh we focus on this one the last battlement before they properly enter the country and can lay siege to like the rest of the Sudafel, this country that most of the book takes place in um and this battlement is sitting there and they're like hey look they get approached by like this rogue splinter group of uh, of the um, the enemy's like army mm. that comes to them and is like, "Hey, look! So here's the deal. Uh, homies fucked up. We left. <laughs> 40, 41 of us was like, nah, we out. We bouncing. But he's on his way. <laughs> so like, whatever you do, go get help. Like, send someone. You need backup. Like, this battlement is not going to be strong enough. You guys have nothing but like." recruits and old men here Mm. um no one is properly ready for like an army that is coming right but it is it is an army and it's a pretty big one and it's by the dude that like will wipe you all out if you are not ready he's Mm. like so like and if he gets through this gate because this is the last gate he already busted through the other three (laughs) if he gets through this one we're done (laughs) like you're all you're all screwed (laughs) and so they're like all right all right we're gonna send we're gonna send two people to go like essentially warn the rest of the kingdom and get our armies come back right we're gonna send uh Zateka and um i believe his name is ermin right so mm. Zateka and ermin one is an old man ermin's like an old man that's like i you know i've seen it before he's not old but like he's he's like 40s right he's like i've i've lived life right at this point in a fantasy setting <laughs> i'm in my 40s <laughs> And Zatenka, who is basically a rookie, and he's like, I don't even know why I'm being dragged along on this, but I'm going to do my best because I want to have glory and stuff like that. He's not ready for anything that's about to pop off, but he <laughs> wants to have glory and stuff like that. Um, Best way I can describe how this one is written, it is more vulgar in comparison to the other uh, works I've read by like Brandon Sanderson and stuff like that, and here and there with uh, Binti and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It is a far more vulgar story. Uh, and that's just how it's written. Like it is um, more brutal with its descriptions of violence. For instance, um, 
like just in general they curse more which is not a bad thing it's just they just curse more right it's uh, i'm saying this because it's like just when you're reading it it is initially for me it was jarring there's nothing wrong with cursing in any other form of media i have no problem with it but it's just you know you go to read it and go like yeah okay they're really like this is just happening right mm-hmm. <laughs> um it's I will warn, I mean, we're an explicit podcast anyway, so it's like, I'll warn those that might not, might be a little bit under the age. It is more explicit with certain acts that it takes. Um, It is, violence will sometimes just happen for the sake of violence. There sometimes isn't a reason, and that's how they approach the world in some instances. Where it's like, sometimes things just happen. There's actually a death in this that I actually kind of just don't agree with, because I'm like, wow, okay, like, we just... That character just died. And I'm like, I don't even know why they needed to die here. <laughs> like, they didn't. Like, it's 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 weird because it hits me in a weird way. It's like, I'm like, I'm not even upset that they died, right? Like, the death isn't saddening to me. Like, the rest of the characters do take it in that way and you feel that part. But I'm looking at it going like, like, what a weird time to die. Like, I mean, like, it's it's a war. Like, that's what's coming to them, right? It's There's a battle coming, and obviously in this book they, they deal with that. Um, mm. But it's like, it is so... I guess the best way to describe it is, like, in a way, unceremonious. Like, it's unceremonious in a how... Like, what takes them out? Yeah. <laughs> that it's like, really? Right now? <laughs> right here? Like, this, this is how it happens? <laughs> okay <laughs> it was like we're, we're doing it here <laughs> um but that's how a lot of the the story kind of is where it's just like sometimes stuff just just happens um mm. so it's like you kind of you respect it for that but at the same time it's just kind of like it's one of those things where it's like oh that's unfortunate <laughs> like yeah. um sometimes it doesn't hit as hard but like it can if you're really into it it'll sometimes stuff will just hit you where it's like damn that that's rough that's rough buddy <laughs> like Alright, um, this book actually, surprising amount of time, doesn't actually talk about Sif slash Silver, who is our main, like, heroine uh, in this, much at all. Mm-hmm. Genuinely, like, much at all. Like, she doesn't appear being honest until, like, the later half of the book, where it's time to actually put some work in, and it's like, you know what? <laughs> Fine. <laughs> we There's plenty, like, a lot of the characters we follow in this one is genuinely kind of interesting, like, Zatenka and Ermin are the driving force of this story in my in this book in particular yeah. um so it's it's fun justin is obviously also going through his own stuff he, he carries a decent chunk of the plot um in fact i'm pretty sure we're going to be following him throughout actually i'm confident we're going to be following him throughout all three books i don't i think there's i have to check i think there's only three but there might be a fourth one i have to go check to see what like where the series is but mm-hmm. um as far as the third one is uh considered looking forward to getting over to that one but like justin k for instance is just one of those characters like he was in the first one he was fun he was a mercenary doing his thing he's like you know what i learned responsibility we're gonna go keep my word i'm gonna be a man of my word only to find out he's not allowed to be a man of his word and now in this book he's like I, I just I just want to recompense in some way. Like I just initially he's like I just want to live my life. It sucks. He's not allowed to, so he's like, all right, what do I have to do? What do I have to do? <laughs> what do I have to do to be okay with everything <laughs> that's happening to me? <laughs> um, 
so far probably one of my favorite characters in in the series um we deal with a lot of like magic and stuff like that that's starting to crop up so humans in this book are starting to get the the ability of magic now Mm -hmm. uh again uh it seems to be something that's resurfacing with the advent of the gods coming back in some way and um the rest of the gods chilling in in heaven quote unquote are like watching with eyes peeled essentially they're like hey look if if sif don't win we're gonna come through we all gonna come through (laughs) he's like because if i mean they're like basically it's like i mean if she's not punished for it i guess that means the band's lifted (laughs) we can (laughs) we can come back (laughs) like it's the funniest situation i think i've ever seen it's just it's like everyone is squatted up just being like we're just gonna wait to see if anything happens there nothing happens We'll start a war again. Why not? <laughs> we we were enjoying our peace. We'll just come through. We'll run it again. <laughs> run the entire mortal realms fade again. Just because. He was like, we'll just, we'll just wait. <laughs> Hashtag once more. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, it's, it's genuinely one of those situations where you're looking at it being like, yeah, it's... The best way I can describe it is like, there are obviously... There's the default ramifications of, hey bad person wants to do bad thing that's gonna conquer the world kind of thing right and it's like okay cool that's bad it's like but the ramifications for not stopping them from conquering the world is not even the fact that it's like oh yeah they conquered the world it's like no the ramifications for stop for not stopping them from conquering the world is oh so then the rest of the problems get to come through and then start a, a super war <laughs> for the world amazing <laughs> it's um it's essentially like it's it's like the problem is the rapture will happen like that's the that's the result it's like don't stop them all right we have worse things that'll happen mm-hmm. <laughs> it's gonna suck for everyone involved her conquering everyone is the least of everyone's worries <laughs> but um definitely checked out um hangman's gate check out the uh archon series Okay. Archon series. It's spelled A. I think it's Archon. Yeah, it's the C H O N. Yeah, Archon. it's just weird because I've heard it pronounced differently every time I've tried to potato hear potato. About the book. Fuck them. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just one of those things where I'm like, I don't know what the hell am I supposed to say this. <laughs> say what I you will, bitch. <laughs> yeah, when I originally read it, I was like Archon, correct. And then like I heard someone say it, I'm like, am I saying it wrong? <laughs> am I, well, am I, am I if it helps malazan is also like pronounced by erickson as malazan but they're like oh that's okay and then somebody else said instead of darujistan they said darujistan and i was like <laughs> he was like i might i might be messing up but i'll take it <laughs> or kruppa is kruppa not croup as everybody thinks but anyways yeah all right oh, fuck. But, um, i gotta stop that's cussing, it man. i'm working on that man, <clears throat> um that's it for the hangman's gate uh, I was checking out another demo earlier. Uh, we were playing... Uh, okay, so there was a game that we had talked about a while back. Mm-hmm. We now have... Well, A, it's English title, which is... Um, what is it? Rise of Rebellion? That one, yeah. Yes. Which is its English title, because before it was just in Japanese whenever we saw it. But it was cool. <laughs> and it was the night game that had really cool engrossing combat with a zoomed-in camera, and it was kind of looked like a mix of Dark Souls meets, um, or maybe like Bloodborne, because of how fast you are. It's a bit more like yeah, a bat, yeah. But it meets... Um, Dark Souls aesthetic, though. It's like the Dark yeah, Gothic. Yeah, Dark Souls aesthetic with, like, 
the speed of Bloodborne and the mechanics seemingly of something like uh, For Honor. <clears throat> right. And now that I've gotten a chance to play it, that game's uh, interesting. So you can go find it on Steam and play the demo. So you can mm. give it a shot, try out the combat, because basically it's like a huge tutorial pretty much showing you. Um, game so far, from what I can tell, focusing on one-on-one combat against multiple opponents as you continue very much in the style of like uh infinity blade with the the level layout where it's you get to kind of choose your path do whatever you want but you'll be usually fighting in one arena against one dude at most i can see them probably the max if they decide to do that the max i could see you fighting is three people at once yeah because genuinely the the way the combat works I can see you being very, very quickly overwhelmed by anything more than three people. Mm-hmm. Um, the moment you like three would be a challenge on itself. Um, but it's super fun, very tight. Uh, some of the things about it are a little uh, finicky, but like we said, the game's not due until he actually has it on the thing. Uh, 2025. So plenty of time to like kind of smoothen some stuff out, make it a little smoother. But it otherwise it feels really good. Um, I think my biggest gripe was that um, blocking uh, takes just it's just sometimes not very responsive okay. in general. Um, but everything else like attacking feels really nicely. You're supposed to, the way it works is you're supposed to um, mix up the type of slashes you do, much mm. like for honor, where you are using the left stick actually instead of the right stick to navigate your swings when you do it so if you press attack and press up you'll do a different swing from then doing a neutral one or a left or right or down which are different slashes right and then if you hold you'll get a heavy and you can do the same thing with the directionals with that Hmm. it has a really fun um subsystem which is tricky to get a hand of like i'll admit there's a subsystem going on here which is your magic stuff which is known as compass or com- uh, I think it's compress. Or co- I have to check again for the name. Um, but Comp- what is basically yeah, C O M P R E S S compress. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but what it's basically doing is that you, the game uses it in the form of like earth slash ice when it's being used, but mm. it is easier to explain it in a way of, when you use specials and certain attacks, like your arrows, um, you gain what is essentially a heat meter. Um, and as that goes up, you get to a chance of overheating and causing you to basically explode, right? Mm. Um, so what happens is, is while you're doing like certain moves, you have to then take your sword, stick it into the ground, and that'll cool you down, essentially. Um but these compass moves or uh, compress moves will allow you to do like crazier stuff. Right. Um, so you'll do like a crazy super swing that like knocks the enemy down and then like you can run up to them and stab or whatever like that. Do all this fun stuff that's like it'll break guards and stuff like that. But if you're doing them in rapid succession or just in any form of like succession without giving yourself uh, enough of a cooldown. Mm-hmm. Um, just you'll uh, you'll basically explode. It'll cause a giant ice pillar to pop up. It knocks you up, and you are put into like a stun position, and it does damage to you. <laughs> and then your enemy can run up and just just beat the crap out of you. <laughs> but um, 
Understand. It is supposed to be this really interesting balance because there's no stamina. So I guess this is their way of having all form of stamina system, mm. which is just this overheating mechanic, which takes some time to get used to. Because the idea is you can stab him, like stab him to the ground, and if you are overheating, you can stab him to the ground and like basically the way the mechanic works is like once you hit a certain limit or a certain threshold, you are gonna explode. But you can focus that explosion onto your sword, essentially. Mm. And so if you stab it in the ground and then get away from it, <laughs> it'll still go off in the area that the sword is left in. So you could do, and this is what, where the crazy stuff happens, you can use your explosion to attack. Like, you you could plot it out. You can do, like, a thing where you're like, I'm going to do, like, three compass moves, stab into the ground, leave the thing there, dash away, and then it'll it'll... It'll all flow into each other, right? Mm. And it'll pop up, like you'll hit them with the big explosion from the thing. You could summon your sword back to you, and then you can get right back into the fight in however you see it. It's really, it's really fun. Like genuinely, the entire it's as I'm explaining, it's a lot going on. But once you start to like figure it out, or once you hit in the game and start figuring out, you just kind of it kind of just makes sense after a while. You just gotta get used to it. Yeah. Um the feeling versus, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one of the things is that like you can deflect in this game. The idea of deflecting in this is just like uh, it's just like dishonored, and not dishonored uh, for honor, uh, where you want to match the direction that they're swinging in to deflect properly. Um, if you do it, you'll you'll knock them, you open them up, and you get to attack back. Same thing with dodging though. They actually treat it the exact same way with dodging, um, where and dodging is a little weird in this game because because of that. They want you to dodge into enemy attacks and move according to them so that you could slip past. Because I find that like dodging doesn't seem to have invincibility. From what mm. I can tell, it doesn't seem to have any form of invincibility unless you are dodging in the direction of an attack. Which, when you do it, um, it's less of you kind of just like passing through the attack and more of you sliding under the attack. Like the the game is really like showing you go around it and swoop around the character. It's like really interesting with how it does it. Mm. But um but you are in like if you try to like dodge back or like move in a different direction, seemingly I just seem like every time I tried to do that, I would just get hit. Honestly. Which it's it's a little weird. It's I think that might be something they might want to look into or work on a little bit. I think it is cool to have the ability to just dodge in the attacks and with perfect timing. It's really good. But there's, I find that there's no, good, excuse me, there's no real. You can block in the game, but there's no real good option for getting out of an attack that doesn't involve perfect timing. Not there's nothing true. wrong with perfect timing, but I feel like perfect timing is one of those things where it's like you should be f- rewarded for doing it. But if you are incapable of doing it, you shouldn't be punished unless, you know, like it's. Like you're trying, like like a parry, like if you're going for a deflect or a parry, right? Yeah. I can understand like that being a thing, being like, yeah, no, you you have to parry. So, like you know, that's a that's an aggressive move that is putting you in a in a vulnerable situation to do it. But something like dodging should always kind of be like, you know, it's meant to keep you out of danger when mm. you there's like no tool to keep you out of danger when you just aren't able to 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 do certain things. So if you're like having a difficult time learning someone's attack pattern, there's no way to get out in that kind of way. You mm. either have to very much just learn it or don't. So like, for instance, in Sekiro, Sekiro, um, you have the ability to dodge out of the way. It's a good dodge, but like they want you to learn parrying so that you can 
like break stamina right but mm-hmm. there's a difference like the parry is generous because they you need to do it right you have to do it in order to to get through that game he's like but when it comes to dodging and stuff it's just something that allows you to like not take damage and still learn without like suffering instant consequence <laughs> you know what i mean and yeah. the game just like kind of lacks out a little bit and i think it kind of just it'll with time we could we'll see because uh the demo is out right now this is just a for research purposes pretty much for his for the for the game so by all means go check it out i think it's fun it's really worth a shot just messing around with it it's one of those games where you get a once you get into the flow of it you're like this is fun yeah um but that's <clears throat> that i don't think i have anything else besides those two because i like we said we talked about re remake and that's the other thing i've been mainly playing the whole time so let's uh get into the docket what are we Sounds what are we good. looking at this time on the docket guys uh do you want to start with the big one yeah we'll just we'll just pick out some stuff zelda we'll probably do uh go for it uh yeah. so zelda looks i think phenomenal like i never played breath of the wild um but this one looks you know really good it's like an extension of breath of the wild you get to like what combine weapons and then there's like mm-hmm. extra with the uh the crafting this time and so there, it's like a new and improved sandbox of what was already a very big sandbox game mm-hmm. and i was uh telling him money like i noticed in the gameplay not only is there you know dynamic resolution which definitely the switch needs but you can kind of start to see the Switch's age, and this isn't, I'm not a graphics whore, guys. I'm playing RuneScape 2009. Come on, you know. <laughs> like, um, I am not a too big a graphics guy, but it's like the foliage in the game is dense, and then as it fluctuates, you can really see the jagged edges. So it looks like a mass of like spiky blocks. And it's it just, it's like either Nintendo needs to actually make an upgrade, or they could have even been playing it, you know, uh, undocked or uh, handheld and showing off hey look we're getting 60 frames undocked so you know mm-hmm. i don't know but either way it looks phenomenal it looks like more zelda and it makes me actually want to one day get a switch so i can play both of them <clears throat> i feel that um one i want to mention is i actually want to mention cry machina because of mm. how weird it is <laughs> um basically Actually, I couldn't even tell you what this is. I'm assuming it's robots. I'm like, I'm really going on the basis that this is robots and music's great. <laughs> and and we're talking about the human experience is what I got from this because it, I'm gonna be real. The quotes in this trailer type stupid. I wanted uh, more um, more information on like the gameplay and it looks character actiony, but I can't piece together a quite enough. But I'm looking forward to it because I actually mm. played, I believe the, I actually have, I own the prequel to this, not the prequel, but like the, the game before this one, uh, which is Crystar, which was really interesting to me. That one was like a like an RPG. Like, mm. and, like, and this one is similar. It's like an action RPG originally. This one I'm assuming is very similar in that vein, but um, this one looks like it has way more uh, mechanical uh, existential like uh, themes going on mm. it's super anime don't get me wrong but like it also just kind of looks fun from yeah. what I can tell it's it's something that I'm like interested in just to kind of learn more about just in general yeah for sure 
Also, like I said, if you're reading these quotes, these quotes are, some of these quotes are like, fucking what? <laughs> what are you saying? This is anime shit. Like, I don't know, I don't know yeah. what's going on. <laughs> but all of them have to do with A robot can't be feel sorry for me or something like that. It's like, yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's type stupid. But it looks cool. I want to check it out. I want to give it a shot. Uh, it looks, like, like I said, like a character action game, so it's already up my alley off rip. Mm-hmm. I just want to see if it plays well. <laughs> So I'll give that a shot whenever that comes around, cause I got till fall. It's fall, yeah. <laughs> so it's a it's a bit away. What about you, Pele? What you got? What I got on the list? So I want to uh, talk about. Um, <clears throat> see here, uh, Dredge. Dredge looks uh, cool. So yes. Dredge is a fishing management sim business sim-ish like uh, a fishing game where you go through these massive sections of open sea and locations fishing for more and more as essentially eldritch looking creatures as it advances. It looks very clownish in a lot of aspects until you get to more sinister side of things, but it looks like a lot of management sims, uh, inventory system, you, as more fish you catch, you kind of arrange them in a, in a like an essentially attache case Resident Evil 4 style. Yeah, system. that's like fun. Yeah. It looks it looks fun. It's definitely up my alley of things. I just want to give a shot. I love Lovecraft's things uh, for it. Story wise, I don't have a whole uh, detail of what it is, though I do notice there's like a lot of characters involved with it. So definitely story central driven. Probably the rest of the game, uh, a mystery of some sort as it goes through. Mm. Yeah, from yep. what I can tell, it does have a very mysterious vibe. So I'm looking forward to seeing yeah. how that but, goes. Mm-hmm. But speaking of mysteries, since it's also April Fool's Day, rather enough, uh, Sega dropped a funny thing. For us this day as well, the murder of Sonic the Hedgehog, a murder mystery visual novel game of the cast of Sonic the Hedgehog trying to figure out who killed Sonic. Yeah, <laughs> it's a real game. That's the crazy part about it. We can play it. I actually downloaded. It. I wanted to get to it, but I didn't get a chance to get around to it just quite yet. Um, it's very. Strange I'm hoping indeed. it's good because it looks like they're trying to do something fun. <laughs> It's like, definitely a drastic change for Sonic the Hedgehog, like, not gonna lie, but still, like, okay. Uh, I wonder if, like, <laughs> since I know this was designed as a joke, if this does well enough, do you think they're just gonna keep going with shit like I'll this? I'll be real, if this does well enough, I would totally pay for a Detective Sonic series, which is weird to say, because, like, the Detective Pikachu stuff is a thing, and, like, all that. If you wanted to I just mean, do a I mean, we had a really good just... version of Sonic and the Dark Chronicles on DS, remember that day? Oh no, that was the that was that was an RPG. That was an RPG, but that was dope. I mean, yeah, it was pretty good. The music, not so much. It's the only time it wasn't a banger, but there are actual reasons for that, so it's kind mm-hmm. of unfortunate. <laughs> Apparently, they had really good tracks in there, but they uh, due to some uh, unfortunate last minute weirdness, they had to remake the entire soundtrack within soundtrack. like two days. Jeez, <laughs> what? And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Back up your files, guys. So it's like you know what. Probably has some bangers, but unfortunately mm-hmm. won't be able to hear them because we had to pull all the other ones and <laughs> remake it. In a very it's short crazy. amount of time. Extremely short amount of time. I'm like, good job, though. Kudos to them for even <clears throat> getting out with the soundtrack that they have. I won't even, I won't even bother calling it bad because it's like you, you had you had very little time. You did what you could. <laughs> the fact that it came out with a soundtrack at all is phenomenal. I respect that. <laughs> 
but yes, I actually did want to mention this one too. So, well, that's perfect. <laughs> um, I guess I'll mention. Honestly, I think I'll mention um. Grand Blue. No, 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 no. Well, obviously, I'll just quickly say, yeah, Grand Blue has another character called Siegfried. Um, homie looked dope. But what I really wanted to mention was E3 is canceled again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> this time. So we suspected that E3 was going to be fully canceled when we know when we heard the original announcement at all the big three uh, weren't even coming up. I think the final nail in the coffin for this announcement was shortly after Ubisoft decided to pull out. And I'm just thinking, like, the entire time, like, wow, even um, even big publishers are not even, for the full console part, uh, are not even wanting to be involved with this. Like, goddamn. Yeah, it's really weird. Um, me and you probably had a discussion about this earlier, but um, <clears throat> we find it weird that, like, publishers are backing out, like, uh, things like EA and Ubisoft, because, like, now that it's open to the public, it's actually a really good space to get, like, you know, just letting people, scene. yeah, get mm-hmm. behind and play other stuff right you have to see stuff you still get to announce things if you're like a publisher and i still think like the indie scene would do a really good job here in general just having like a just a play area essentially um mm-hmm. just allowing people to test out stuff get their hands on things like honestly it's weird that it's getting canceled just because mainly because the big three aren't there because yeah like well, we also talked about this i'm not watching a ubisoft direct I'll watch Nintendo, uh, uh, PlayStation, or an Xbox. Yeah, Yeah, like that makes sense. But it's like Ubisoft's like we're doing our own stream to announce something. I don't, I don't care. It's gonna be one of the four games you always announce. Like, (laughs) why would I tune into this? For any hardcore Ubisoft fans, we're not sorry. We're not sorry. Do better. You deserve better. (laughs) But um, yeah, it's it's just really odd for that. But I think the main reason why the big three. a lot of draw away because they are the ones who really tip the big, big stage. Because remember, at every usually E three nowadays, the game game awards and a few other direct showcase, you want to know the next big announcement that's going to draw people's eye. Be it a full on console reveal, a uh, collaboration appeal, or the announcement of a brand new game that's going to blow everyone out of the fucking water. Or mm-hmm. in this case, if Capcom becomes ballsy, if they choose to be part of E three, maybe Mega Man's Legends three. Yeah, very true. <laughs> <laughs> so, nice. so very it, nice. But at the very moment, though, it is officially canceled. We're not sure it's going to be fully canceled moving for- forward, but it is a shame because I've been wanting to go to E3 since I, ever since I was a kid. Same. And they just keep canceling it anytime I actually get the chance I to just, maybe do that. <laughs> it is a mix of, like I think, just bad timing because it was... Um, E3 was... Uh, going public shortly before the pandemic hit, mm-hmm. and then like everything just came came around and just kind of blew things way out of proportion. Nintendo, uh, Microsoft, mm-hmm. and PlayStation learned that they didn't have to go there to get attractions, and then uh, mm-hmm. I don't, I really don't know why Ubisoft isn't there. I guess they just don't have anything to show. That's my guess because yep. uh, Skull and Bones still isn't done. <laughs> Mirage <laughs> so, got delayed, right? Yeah, I think so. Mirage got delayed. Skull and Bones got delayed for the seventh fucking time. Um, let's see. We still have yet to hear anything about the longest developed game in house uh, at this moment, which is Beyond Good and Evil Two. That game is not that. That, that game doesn't exist, as coming. far as I'm concerned. It so was I'm never. Per- real. I'm calling it now too. Perfect Dark, the new one. Perfect Dark. It's never. Oh been right, they were supposed to be making. Yeah, the conglomerate or whatever company. Mm-hmm. That's not. That's not real. They're not coming out with that. 
Yeah, no, that was probably just fake news. Temper your <laughs> expectations. I hope Perfect Dark comes out, though. Because per- Perfect Dark, at, at the very least, the least heard about it. Like, least problems in general heard about it. You know what I mean? It's just one of those things where it's That's like, maybe they're just silent about it. But they, it could be Evil, they realize they need more time or something. Mm-hmm. Wait, didn't Wait. like the head of the studio get like arrested or something for be- the the one that's making Beyond Good and Evil? Like something crazy just recently happened with them, if I'm not mistaken. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. I I don't care enough. I haven't looked into it. <clears throat> like I I'm either that or they're being investigated immediately for like some heinous stuff, relatively heinous stuff, like corporate heinous stuff. Mm. Uh, <laughs> delays, faces more shakeups. According, yes, yeah, studio director reportedly out at Ubisoft about a month back due to a government labor investigation. Yeah, <laughs> chill. Apparently, they're like getting like there's like labor uh, labor investigation going on because of the fact that like despite this game not co- very obviously not being anywhere near close to being done at all, the people are being overworked. <laughs> Yeah, overworked with massive burnout and going on sick leave. Yeah. I'm like, like, this game is not even close. You guys have been working on for so long. How? How are you? How? (laughs) If the game ever comes out, I would love to see... Um, I would love to see a report detailed what the fuck's been going on with it, and I want to know at this point how many times I've restarted development on this fucking game. Oh, they've had to start restart development multiple times at this point, but it's just like the idea of you overworking your people only to throw out everything they made like every two to three months. I'm like, why? Why are we even overworking them then? <laughs> also, like, I like Beyond Good and Evil. I do enjoy it. I do think it's, like, considered a bit of a cult classic, but let's be perfectly honest, you didn't need to go this bombastic with it. Mm. it didn't, yeah, it, it didn't need to be <clears throat> that bombastic. The fact that it's not even a proper sequel to the last game is also kind of weird anyway. It's like a prequel. It's like, it's a mix. Like, originally it was supposed to be designed as a sequel, then we saw the original full-on first, like, any gameplay, anything yeah, trailer, and it's it, like, it's like, it reset is, it as a prequel-ish, I think. Yeah. I don't exactly no, know. No, no, it, it got reset as a prequel, slash, mm-hmm. like, a reboot, retelling, and I'm like, why are you doing it like this? Like, just, the, the only thing people want is a sequel to the game you made before. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Just just do that again, but in like modern day, like clean it up a little bit. That's about it. Right. Yeah. But Amani, this game has at this point in terms of development cycle has beaten out to do Duke Forever. So That's crazy to think about. Yeah. And it's at it's by far the longest developed game outside of fucking Star Citizen. We're not getting into that one. Oh, Star Citizen's like it's not technically a scam. Yeah. Technically a scam. Like it's weird to say that it's a scam because the game is still being developed. They're getting these huge updates, but it's like technically yeah. a scam because it's never gonna be done. Speaking, At least speaking of the new Citizen, updates. Yeah. Uh, it broke okay. the game, the most recent one. Yeah, Damn. I heard about that. <laughs> that sucks. But, uh, but go the, ahead, Taylor, my bad. I was gonna say, like, at least the Star Citizen people are actually able to play it, or so yeah, we don't know the true. fuck's going on with Beyond Good and Evil 2. The Star mm. Citizen people are just they're forever playing a beta, quote unquote. But like yeah. At least they, it, they get to touch it, right? <laughs> so. in, in terms of finance, this game, Star Citizen, has made over half a bill in terms of funding. Jeez. And the game's still not out yet. What the fuck are they doing? <laughs> I mean, well, like, it started out as, it was what, like a space exploration game with, um, I think it was, like, mainly, like, the focus on the ships and the combat, and it was, like, a solar system. And then they got into procedural generation. And so now it's like planet dropping, first person shooting, a first person shooter, single player, a ton more modes, a ton more ships. Like it just like it kept growing, which 
I think if it ever does drop, that's cool. You know, it's been in beta so long. They are like, if you like read the reviews on it in this state, it's still pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know what I mean? It's like, I, I don't know. It's a, it's a strange kind of game, but I think it'll be the first of its kind where it's like a crowdfunded game. People got to see from inception to the end. And it's one of those ones where it's like so big that like games haven't ever been made like this. You know, I mean, that's cool. It's going to be better like, than you- Starfield. <laughs> it's it's what oh, yeah. Starfield yeah. wants to be. There yeah. you go. Yeah, honestly, it's gonna be it's gonna be cool. with the engine, but right now that game has out out uh, um overcasted every single game's uh, development budget ever, and like it's still not out. Like I like to know exactly what their final plan for this is. Yeah, if I, they have an idea. Honestly, I wonder if they're in the final. Like here, I'll, I'll go to the website right now. So Star, or I'll do um fucking shit. Hold on, there um freaking crap there i'm, I'm gonna start that's my goal for this year so far it's so good <laughs> <It's quitting> the, <laughs> all right so star citizen uh roadmap let's see what we got why not we've got our listeners they might want to know about this so robert space industries uh the roadmap uh progress track i, I shut up all right um what what is this what does it mean deliverables <laughs> what? <laughs> Hold on. In the in the meantime, we should <laughs> we'll uh, find another. We'll so on, what's we'll another one? Yeah, yeah, while you try to find this. Yep, Prepare, what's I'm, another one you want to mention? <laughs> yeah, I'm. Oh, I'm really excited for more Tekken Eight uh, <laughs> details for it because we got both the gameplay reveal trailer of Ling Xiao Yu and Jun Kazuma, which I haven't seen since fucking Tekken Two. <laughs> Aren't you excited? <laughs> we have to finally see Jin's mom and Kazuya's lover. Can't oh wait to see her kick her husband's ass. Guys. She's in uh, tag, right? Yes. Yeah, she's in tag, yeah. Uh, let me let me get you with some of this, okay? Just to give you an oh idea. Boy. So, so far, through September of this year, they have EUPU uh, gameplay feature team. So let's just click on uh, uh, Laser Trip Mine. Uh, no, not that one. It'd be... Uh, uh, loot generation TI uh, duration 20 weeks description this system deals with the generation of lootable containers throughout the world they're kind con- they have everything down to a T mapped out all the way till September and that's not including stuff that doesn't have anything right now that's like so it's like they're still building the game and adding more like this is fucking asinine it shows or here you go a vehicle feature team 43 deliverables they still have to put all these features in and fix them up Chapter 27. Why, why is there that many chapters? <laughs> yeah. Half, half a billion <laughs> budget over I don't know how many years at this point. This has to be the most immersive, the most detailed game ever at this point. It, it had better opinion. do well, you know? I mean, it's already done well. It's earned half a billion dollars. Well, I mean, like, money-wise, yeah, but I'm it's saying as a game. stop. Because like, yeah. <laughs> it just... That's the teams. That's the progress tracker. So, like, what is... um. Because that just shows the deliverables. What if the studio will put out like? Because this would be the interesting thing. If that studio ends up working and putting something else out in the time that it's still a beta, like this is still. I'm gonna be pissed. Beta, I'll be pissed. No, I can understand be that. Be, I can yeah. understand people being pissed, but at the same time, I'd also like to see what that team could do because they have more than enough money to just start another project if they wanted to. <laughs> but they're pouring yeah. everything and all their efforts into the one game. Like 
And as ambitious as that is, I like to know what their final end goal for this is because, like, you're taking so, the longest in uh, an usually long amount of time for make a game as yeah, well as the saying. biggest. So budget far, the, there is so far the single player experience, which is universe spanning, is uh like twenty like what I say so, uh, twenty seven chapters thus far. And that's not like I don't even know what the actual number is. So they're doing like a, I guess a giant single player campaign. But what like I think the multiplayer is where it's, I don't know if the single player is like actual like campaign chapters or like what is the. I think that actually have a proper campaign in it. And if it is seven chapters, holy shit! That's the thing. So it's like the multiplayer is like, yeah, like kind of like how uh, it should kind of just do what uh, Warframe is doing, pretty much. It should just go for that, honestly. But like. It, it's not <laughs> but um Jeez, it's man. interesting it, it's genuinely one of those things where it's like this is interesting but at the I same think... time it's, it'll be an interesting case study by the time it's done no mm. it, because okay, it here's, one of the, here's one of the common things i know at least on the indie developer side where you know like they get excited they make the game but they always make it uh, sometimes a lot of the problems they end up thinking like oh it's a neat mechanic i want to add it to this game but then it becomes too much work so they have to scale back Mm-hmm. This is the opposite effect where they have that still mindset, but almost it has nothing infinite, but feature creep. Yeah, yeah, yeah but infinite almost budget. infinite, inv- uh, infinite money to support this. Like, this is going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. It's like we have nothing but time and effort that we can put towards this game because we get paid. <laughs> we can rebuild him, but I don't want to spend much money. I'm hoping it's not being built. I'm assuming it's not being built on crunch because it's just like you clock in, work on my game, we'll get it done when it's done. The I guess. game has been made in over eight years, and man, like I can't be crunch. It is, crunch yeah, time. it's just they're not. They can't be possibly doing crunch. There's also no reason yeah. for them to do crunch because it's like eh, we could just take our time. Genuinely, that's kind of how they've been approaching it. Yep. Um, another one I want to mention is uh, so we have Spider Verse shorts that are apparently going to be coming out before. Um, oh, yeah. Until Spider Verse mm-hmm. actually drops, that's so pretty cool. Can't we'll get some of those. Miles, Gwen, Miguel, Spider Woman, Jessica Drew, and a few other Spideys, hopefully, and maybe some villains or two. I want a short with Japanese Spider Man. <laughs> Give me one. Maybe we'll get, maybe we'll get a short that's uh, just pretty much showcase <laughs> of what's what happened with the other uh, Spider People since they're more than um, because Spider Man oh, yeah, Noir is not be taking be... place in this game. In yeah. We're gonna be missing. I think we're gonna be missing Penny too. I would think I would like a little cameo from Penny at the very least. Like Penny, we're probably not gonna see uh, Spider Ham and Spider Man Noir. And Spider Man Noir is uh, played by Nicolas Uh, Cage, who is not uh, in anything for this movie, from what we understand. So, Uh, unfortunately, yeah, but still, he was one of the best characters in that. It was like genuinely one of the funnier characters. (laughs) There's a ton of detail with uh, Spider Man Noir that's like genuinely hilarious. Like for instance. Him working on the Rubik's Cube, discovering color for the first time, being like, what the hell? Because he goes to a world that's all black and white. <laughs> like, his journey on that is hilarious. <laughs> Just looking at a Rubik's Cube being like, this thing is crazy, bro. <laughs> um, What's uh one more that we could do? Because, uh, brother, we see. have to get out of here. So oh, yes, I want... Demon Spore looks really cool. So Demon Spore for you? Uh, yeah, Demon Spore for me. Mm-hmm. What well, what we got about we got on Demon Spore? What's the deal? Uh, Demon Spore is a top-down um, 
preventative shooter. So uh, you have essentially this like fungal or virus growth is spreading out with your laboratory, and you need to find a way to stop it using weaponry, traps, equipment, all all in this little section. So it's like a big uh, puzzle shooter slash twenty-six <laughs> shooter stopping this virus from uh, killing you and affecting the rest of the laboratory. Like this is cool. I like okay. this concept. Uh, what about for you, Paul? Um. I that might be it for me. Um, you know t- what? I'm gonna call Cap. I just remembered which one that you would actually pick. Which uh, World War Three? Oh yeah, World War Three. Well, okay, so that one looks cool. That being said, um, I did see that it apparently is not that good according to the Steam reviews. But oh, I mean, they're you mixed. Did some research. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they're 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 mixed, which kind of sucks. However, I will say, based on the gameplay, I was excited because it looked like what Battlefield is supposed to be. It looks like they nailed the feel and the the combat and everything. And so, I do want to check it out. And I'll let you guys know, but um, what seems yeah. to be the problem so far from the reviews? I, I don't know. Let me uh, go look it up. <laughs> it, it said <laughs> it on there. It was uh, World War Three, and it's free, so that's pretty cool. Free Battlefield, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, can I run it? I can run it. Um, what was the problem? Uh, this this is supposed to be the Battlefield killer. The only thing it's killing is itself. Well, that bodes well. Oof. Um, <laughs> let's see there was uh, a bit confused hype for uh, I purchased the game for $30 uh, and played about 10 hours progress waiting more updates I guess there's like a version uh, let's see it goes free to play what he didn't expect was all the work he puts in got wiped when it went I, I don't care about that great graphics good mechanics in game however it would have been great if we could talk in game and ping okay so they don't have that Usually under, okay, I think a lot of the, the mixed reviews, uh, it might come from the early backers and all their progress got wiped when they switched over to free-to-play, which I could see where that'd make you mad, but at the same time, like maybe it was an actual system error. I don't know. Either way, I'm going to check it out, and I'll let mm-hmm. you guys know. Mm-hmm. One of the details I did uh, quite like about it, though it still freaked me out a bit too, uh, was all the maps were actually based off of real locations, and apparently... If you visit them in real life, that's how it's supposed to look. Like, okay. oh, that's cool. The fact you can cool. shoot up in it makes me a little concerned, though. Ah! <laughs> Sorry. It's so loud. That trailer just rocked me to my core. <laughs> <laughs> like, it just out of nowhere. Boom! <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it looks I'll, solid. I guess I'll do, like, a little quick uh, rapid-fire thing of some things that I wanted to mention before heading out, which mm-hmm. is um, Infinite, uh, Infinite Guitars out we got the launch trailer go play the the um rpg slash rhythm game rhythm game mm-hmm. that is uh infinite guitars you want to fight mechs with guitars sounds awesome right go look at it uh <laughs> we have skull girls uh this is black is out she's fun she's really cool i didn't get the chance to, to mess around with her she's a trap character it's really dope uh reload mechanics with um her grenade launcher uh, next up, we're getting out of Skullgirls, like the season pass, is going to be the Skullgirl herself. <laughs> oh, nice. Actually, we're getting the boss version. We're getting a, a playable version of Maria. Um, nope. So that's going to be fun. I love the um, visuals to that game. Yeah, it looks awesome, right? Yeah. Um, all hand-drawn. Remember yep. that. Yep, all hand-drawn. Um, what else did I need? Hyperlight Breakers. Sick. <clears throat> Still. Yeah, it looks amazing. Can't wait to play that. Actually, cannot wait to play that with friends, though. 
Like for real, I'm looking forward to like. I like this. Yeah, this I like to play try that too. Though, um, it looks great and everything, Amani. But just a concern, uh, I just have from like previous entries as well for other games, not from like the Hyper Life series or anything like that. Mm-hmm. It looks a little too big for just walking around. Well, there's other stuff like you have hoverboards and stuff you can jump on. Okay, good, like good, good. I didn't yeah. see the vehicles on that one, so like at yeah, least no. you're able to move there, quickly there, through. There are ways of getting around. Basically, like they have hoverboards that are basically like sparrows in Destiny. So okay, you could do that. Yeah, um, I, I was just curious because you know when I see something that big and I see only move, walking around like. That sounds tedious. You're like, I don't want to walk around like this. <laughs> but, um, and then I think, oh, yeah, Final Fantasy uh, 16. Woo! Gotta mention that. That that looks crazy. That trailer Oh, yeah, looks... the world. It's gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah it's, world gone gold. it's gone gold. It's gone gold. It's gone gold. Let's go. I can't wait. It's got what? It's, it's gone, gone gold. gold. Oh. It's, before release, it's been approved. Yeah. It's ready for release. And uh, mm-hmm. I guess the last thing I'll mention is uh, Carnage Reigns. Yeah, Carnage reigns. Uh, Carnage is attacking Miles. That's the main <laughs> deal. Uh, Carnage is a super problem now, mm-hmm. for real. Uh, anybody that's been keeping up with, like, that reads their Carnage lore, um, will know that uh, my man's been amassing powers <laughs> out here, out here. Mm. So um, this um, little event that's happening where he's tracking down certain people and. Uh, part of the reason he's probably tracking down Miles is considering is probably to get his unique spider powers, specifically. Even though Which, he technically already has enough spider powers. Nah, already. but he doesn't have My- like Miles', Miles unique stuff. Like he has the, uh, he doesn't have the I mean, camouflage if, or the. Um, yeah, the I mean, if Carnage wanted more powers, he could have just attacked uh, Krakoa. He could, but I think there's a specific reason why he has to steal it from certain people. Like he attacked people like the spot. Also, like people, like. You don't go attacking Krakoa. <laughs> I would be honest with you. Like, anyone with some common sense, which apparently most of the Marvel Universe does not have, you no. don't go attacking the mutant. I know, but it's also Carnage, who's, you know, he's in, he's insane. So, like, and I was like, that's a feast of powers out there. Let me get her. But, like, yeah, he's stealing, he's, like, stole the Spot's power, Hydro Man's power, and he's working on a couple other people right now. Uh, I think mm-hmm. he stole some of the powers from, like, some Dark Elves. <laughs> Dark so as well. He's yeah, he's <laughs> he's he's amassing some strength. So whatever it is he's about to bring to Miles' front door, I'm like, damn. <laughs> good luck, Miles. Yeah, like good luck, my boy. <laughs> this is it's gonna be rough. Um <laughs> But uh other than that, I think that's it for like a little rapid fire uh bit that I have. So uh without further ado. Uh, we're gonna bring this one to a close, but before that, what are we naming this episode, guys? Uh, Reese Witherspoon's Golden Kitty. That no, that's not. Oh God, I, I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> <laughs> I did not mean that. I meant like I thought of her and like Legally Blonde, and I know she had the little dog, you know. And I meant to say little <laughs> golden dog, but it came out cat because I was like, oh, she would have a cat too, you know. Um, don't um. name it that. I didn't mean anything sexual by it. It was just Bailey. What about your suggestion? Yeah, go ahead, Bailey. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, Reese Witherspoon's Golden Kitty. Gosh, yeah. love uh, love letters, Jennifer Hale. Love letter to Jennifer Hale. I like appreciate that. that. Yeah, I was gonna go with Batman has no chill. So we'll figure out which I one. Think I think I mentioned that earlier. The love letter to Jennifer Hale thing, or the mm-hmm. I said something about it, but yeah, I think I like that though. Love letter to Jennifer Hale is. Um, all right. So 
without further ado, guys, we're bringing this episode to a close. Thank you for my name is Paul Bosch, a photographer, Instagram. You know. Paul yes. Bosch, yeah. Do your thing. Plug your plug your stuff. You know, say your thing. Um, uh, Facebook Marketplace coming up soon. I was gonna do a uh, website, but I'll be honest, I have to like get domain or I have to keep paying a U pick, and I don't know if I'm gonna keep paying for it um, per year because it's like 800. I got mine on a super deal. It's like 50 bucks. Um, they give you that for the first year, but yeah. So Facebook Marketplace going up soon. My name is Paul Basha. If you look me up on Instagram, it's Paul underscore Basha. Uh, if anybody needs photos, we can work some now. And I'm in the Triad area of uh, North Carolina. Um, I can travel though, God knows. But you know, y'all probably have to pay for that. Let's be honest. You know, I, I'm a, I'm a po I'm a po boy. But um, yeah, no, that's that's pretty much it. If anybody's interested in my work, go to youpick.com slash can't remember my own <laughs> username but you can see most of it on my instagram it's, it's paul and square bosch but then the the you pick is uh paul basha jr i should pop up you'll see my awesome pictures i recommend do that in a web browser on either instagram or on uh or like on your desktop uh, on you pick because it just looks great and then once it's on the facebook marketplace you'll see if some of my work there too so uh, yeah, just trying to make a living doing that. Quit my job. I don't have a job right now. I'm doing DoorDash. Um, I want to make this a full-time thing while I support my film uh, stuff. And speaking of film, if anybody needs any videography work, I uh, yeah, I, uh, I do that stuff too. If you need a DP, director of photography slash cinematographer, uh, or even a director for your short film, hi, my name is Paul. Uh, I, I'd be happy. So uh, reach out, you know, uh, to Paper Play Action. Reach out to me at Paul underscore Basha. And let's get it cracking, man. I can do anything you throw me because I have all the gear. I have all the practice. Literally, I'm just ready to go. I've been training for years. There you go. That's all my right. uh, shameless plug. There you go. Um, besides that, we uh, you can also just go to uh, paperplayaction.gmail.com if you have any questions for us. That is mm-hmm. paperplayaction.gmail.com. Um, <clears throat> if you have any questions, want to send anything to us, say that. You can also hit us up on uh, Ko- Koji. Oh, if you would like to donate or our Patreon, if you would like to donate there. Um, what else? Final, final thing. Uh, yeah. The Citadel poster is ripping off Tenet. There, I said it. Boom, that's it. <laughs> I swear to God, look it up. You'll be like, wow. <laughs> that literally is the same thing. It is the same thing. But I'll, anyway. so, I'll, I'll do my plug when it becomes legal. <laughs> Um, well, I have so many questions on that one, but we'll leave it be. I'm not <laughs> gonna ask. I'm not even gonna bother. You can also uh, hit us up at, uh, on Twitter. Follow us on there. We'll get a bunch of um, little updates as well as things that like update you guys on like, games, little things like that. Uh, paper underscore action on Twitter. That is paper underscore action. So uh, also, yeah, just do that. and that's fun. YouTube, yes. our YouTube and is up. We have videos going to it. Eventually, we'll have uh, the socials will be current with clips and things like that, so you guys can you know listen in if you need to. Say you're not prepared for a feature length episode, like we have. Little clips will be there too. Or they're just uh, they're waiting on me. I'm a busy guy, oddly enough, for not having a fu- uh, freaking job. Be like that. Um, finally, we appreciate you guys. You know what you do. So thank you for coming around listening to us and uh more than anything else just share the show talk to other people about it tell people about us uh so that you guys can uh, have conversations about the conversations that we have it'll be like that so without further ado that is the end good night see ya